Good evening. Hi, how are you? Welcome back. Holy crap, that's loud. Why am I so loud? Just yelling too much, you know? Wrapped up in wires. I'm warning you right now. I am in a fucking terrible mood. Somebody's going to die. Taking a minute to me to get situated here, but I think I got it under control. How's it going Monday evening? I hope you had a productive weekend. At least it was uh, something valuable happened. What's going on over there? What tower took forever? I don't know what's going on. Odyssey, Rumble, all the places this that this is. Entropy, of course. EntropyStream.live slash Raging Dissident. And then uh, whatever YouTube channel it's on. What is it on now? Which one is this? Ten? Nine? Eight! At number eight. Yes, channel number eight or nine or something like that. Some people are still over there for whatever reason. I don't care. They don't care. Nobody's ever cared. <laughs> are you based and not a faggot? Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> GTVflyers.com. There's all kinds of wild information over there. You know, are you curious about the dark corners of the internet the government doesn't want you to see? Yeah, well, you know. Peruse, observe, think for yourself. Nigel, how are you, sir? He says, I pay tribute, I hereby, I'm sorry, pay tribute to the Holy Goat and wish you many painful burpees in your future. I haven't done any of those in a long time. Maybe I will. I used to do it with a plate carrier and with kettlebells. And uh, uh, yeah, it sucks. (laughs) You do push-ups on them, you know, the kettlebells. And then when you stand, like when you jump and, you know, you stand up. And you don't really jump. I mean, you can try, but... You just kind of stand up. It's like kind of doing a, kind of like doing a, almost like a uh, squat a little bit. You stand up with the kettlebells, and then you back down, legs out, push up, back in, back up. It's horrible, and you throw up, and then you question why you do anything, and then you realize, you know, made, and you're in Canada, and you can always, you can always get made, no matter how bad it gets. Jenstein just, just is just yelling at me. Are you? I don't know what he wants. You mad at me? You angry? People want me to feed Colbert on Rumble. Maybe I will. Uh, Cunning Drogger says, just rolled in and heard, not a faggot. <laughs> Great timing, I guess. Yeah, I, uh, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to, man, the, my timings are all over the place. It's just, it's a, it's chaotic, it's a chaotic mess over here. Yeah, there's yeah, 666 subscribers on that YouTube channel. It's a week old or brand new. I don't know. I don't care. Um, the fuck was I just talking about? Something about burpees or, uh, people being fags <laughs> you know he says uh, plate carrier push-ups and battery backup squats with the carrier and all the steel plates yeah buddy it's painful it sucks but it's good for you something about made i don't know it is canada um yeah you want to feed colbert colbert likes to eat souls it's what he what he thrives on it's what he lives on uh, <laughs> uh brad uh how are you he says let the chaos accelerate to wake people the fuck up cheers brother Yes, the old waking of the upping. Um, somebody showed me, um, and I don't remember where this is. I'm too lazy. I, I, it was I was so lazy. I was like, this is too many steps to just install this widget where I could just draw on my screen. But I like I like to open Microsoft Paint and draw pictures. <laughs> I like the boomer idiot lazy version of things. Sometimes it's uh, more endearing. But um, that's. Uh, that's that's kind of, and I, I wouldn't fault anyone for thinking this because 
That's what we all think initially at first. This is what I call new guy thinking um, when you realize that there's a serious uh, alarming disturbing you know paradigm shattering amount of lies about the world that you're you're living in and that was constructed for you to believe and uh once you discover this that there's a whole there's a rip in the wallpaper and you start picking at it and looking around and noticing things that uh oh my goodness i have to tell other people and surely they will agree and see once they see what i've seen they'll understand and and then once enough of us know then we can fix the problem that's what new guys think. And then you'll find that uh, this is impossible to do. As many, many, most people, and The Matrix actually, the movie actually kind of laid this out in a lot of cases. Um, there are people that they, they don't want to. They like it. They like their servitude. They like their comfortable ignorance. And they will fight you to preserve it. If you try to rattle their bubble or their cage at all, they will immediately fight you and and hate you. Um, you know, as see, I'm getting stupider, getting dumber, I'm forgetting words. Stupider isn't a word. <laughs> Twain, Mark Twain. It's easier to it's easier to fool someone than to convince them they've been fooled, right? Because then you have to have some maturity and you have to have some ego check to go. Damn, I, they got me. Shit, you know, and most people, especially these days, don't have that because they're very immature, insecure, and fucking gay. And I don't mean that just in the homosexual sense, although in Canada, most people are actually gay. I think eight out of 10 Canadians are homosexuals. It might even be nine out of 10. You know, one of my parents might even be gay. I don't, I don't, <laughs> no, I don't, but it's, it's extremely high. It's, it's most, most Canadians are gay. I would say 80 to 90% of them are, are raving violently homosexual. You know, well, I think the, I always talk about the, the top three leading causes of death. Like, you know, malpractice is one. Heart disease is another uh, because everyone here is so fat and gross and lazy that they eat themselves to death. And then, of course, blame white supremacy or something. Um, but sodomy to death is actually one is number four. Uh, less talked about, overlooked. It's one of the top five. It, 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 they want to be number one. The prime minister wants it to be number one. Um, but, you know. People shoving stuff up their ass until they bleed to death and die is is uh, it's up there. It's one of the leading causes of death. It happens suddenly, unexpectedly, and you know conspiracy theorists are trying to blame it on the or something. But we all know this is just how gay Canada is, and that they're just pumping each other in the ass until they die. That's what really is going on. Um, but that's hate speech, and we're not allowed to talk talk about how eighty percent of the country is gay. I don't know where I was going with that. Um, I was going to say, all right, the waking of the people up and stuff, right? They don't want to. Uh, They're weak and they're immature and they're insecure in all seriousness. And they would rather believe the comfortable lie and do absolutely zero work into investigating (laughs) any of your claims or examining reality at all. Because the people that are committed to it, that do care, that do want to know the truth, whatever it is, because it's the truth. Like, that's my religion. That's what I – that's what I – try to find and fall at all times because otherwise you're stupid because you're going to make decisions about the world you're in based on incorrect information that's like going to war with all bad intelligence oh they've only got a couple of men no they have lots they don't have any anti-aircraft weapons yes they have tons they don't have submarines yes they do like you need to know these things right these are things you need to know or you're going to make catastrophically poor decisions like joining the military 
at 16, 17 years old like I did and going to fight a completely um, made up nonsense war for, you know, rich Zionist bankers and weapons companies like Northrop Grumman and Lockheed Martin so they can get rich and you and your friends can die and get your arms and legs blown off. And, and those of you that should survive, well, half of you guys are going to kill yourselves pretty quickly. And then the other half will do it over the period of 20 to 30 years in this kind of slow burn fade out. Just the, just the you know, the ever present crushing down of your soul until you'd rather die than live here anymore. That's that also happened to another you know large portion of my friends i somehow still am here but i'm incredibly fucking stubborn i'm very just i I run on like spite and um that's that's how i achieved a lot of what i did in the military (laughs) i'm not kidding anger because people would you know just people would think i couldn't make it to do this or couldn't do that or or just something you know i would just be so fucking i would be able to find a way to fire myself so angry that i would just get a second wind and then uh, you know on we go objective achieved always better than despair and depression it's better to be angry if you can you know because uh, angry people can motivate themselves to fix problems rather than depressed people accept the problem and they just give up and they roll over and die so i don't subscribe to this p- contemporary feminism new age toxic masculine like being angry is some kind of negative thing it's a normal human reaction to things that make you angry you mean you're supposed to be and they want to, you know, probably knock that out of your knock that out of your experience with pills and drugs and vaccines if they can. We're gonna we're gonna watch that. That'll be the new vaccine that you have to take to go to work. We're gonna vaccinate you against white supremacy. It's just a shot that kills all testosterone production in your body. <laughs> it's just a, a massive nuclear overdose of estrogen. That's the anti-white supremacy pill. The more right-wing a person is or left-wing a person is, their hormones directly correlate to this. Did you know that? That science has confirmed this? The healthier and stronger a person is, the, the correlation is very strong with being you know, right-wing tendencies and, like, and you know, vice versa. The lazier and fatter and grosser and sicker mentally, physically, spiritually a person is, the more, the more likely they are to be left-wing and the further left-wing they are to be. So, you know. Healthy people versus gross sick goblins. That's uh, that's what we're dealing with. So if they if they want to vaccinate people, like well, to really truly, especially white people, vaccinate them against so called white supremacy is just to kill them, and that's what made is for. Made is made is really the uh, really the final final solution, and they want you to get it. Oh, they do. They're they're ad- they're giving it to healthy people now. Actually, I don't really know where to begin with a lot of this stuff, so I'll just pick things at random, like I kind of just did. I just have to kind of find uh, this. Of course, there's lots of French stuff, crap going on. Uh, race war is in full effect. <laughs> you know, actually, uh, I was talking with this the other night with the guys. I talked with this on a stream like a long time, a year or two ago, maybe a couple of years ago, about how the media is fomenting a race war, how it's creating one and building one um, by curating and crafting narratives in such a way that it is building the framework in the minds of the consumers that are watching and you know believing this this material this content like you know of of course saint floyd he's a saint now he's actually bigger than jesus jesus is now subservient to saint fentanyl floyd um you know so they they believe this kind of stuff and and it's been decades and it's getting worse and it's getting crazier of more aggressive anti-white uh, rhetoric and messaging, and everything's built on white supremacy and colonialism. And the only reason anybody has anything is because you stole it from uh, from the uh, stolen colonization and all of this kind of stuff. So you're fostering, you're creating a divide right there. If you're a you know in, in this in the case of the United States, if you're a white American or a non-white American, how how does this narrative make non-white Americans feel? 
resentful and angry, probably, right? How does it make white Americans feel? Well, it's intended to make them feel guilty and ashamed, right? And what is this setting people up for, especially as they increase drastically one ethnic uh, population group while simultaneously trying to suppress another? And what happens when they're a minority, which they will be, which they're projected to be in just 10 years in Canada, in just 10, 10, maybe nine years, white people be a minority in Canada. And then what? What happens then? Uh, Because this messaging isn't going to cease. It's going to continue. I've got some great art to show you later. Um, Someone talked about the uh, the mural that's painted underneath the Eiffel Tower of uh, of of a white woman engaged in coitus with an African man. And uh, that artist actually uh, is a favorite of the Rothschild family, and he's done some real interesting work. He's he's done some real eye-opening things. He's he's uh, he's he's a painter. He's a a very talented painter. Let's let's say, and uh, we'll we'll show you some of that stuff. But this is uh, this is the end game. That's the whole point. This isn't an accident. This has all been very deliberate. Every single time, how many times? Trayvon Martin was the first one I really remember. This gang-banging thug piece of shit, as they always are, is put down and killed like he deserved, like he had it coming. This guy was harassing, attacking people, robbing people. He's always armed. He's got. Gu- I mean, that you you, know, you live that lifestyle. That's what's going to happen to you sooner or later, right? And uh, the Mar- what was the guy's name? It was like Martinez, or he had a he had a uh, Hispanic name. But he, they they were uh, trying to paint him as like a white supremacist, and it was like or Lopez or what the hell was the guy's name? Anyway, that was one of the first ones. And they try to prop these up like these are these are extremely out of the. I mean, this kind of shit. <laughs> They're trying to turn these people into heroes and create this narrative um, of lies, much like the climate hoax lie. There, there's a million. We're all going to be. Aren't we all dead, Greta? Didn't the icebergs melt? Al Gore, where Florida's gone now, right? I mean, all the, it's just it never ends with these fucking people. It's just one grift and lie after the other. And this this is the big one, though. This is the end game one because that is the uh, that's that's going to be the end and the death of of um, of every Western country. Because once it invo- once it devolves to the point like France, okay, imagine France, but everywhere, <laughs> you know, who's coming to help you? Everybody's dealing with the same problems. Uh, you're you're in trouble. You're not gonna you're not gonna have much to deal with, right? It's very deliberate. Every media organization in lockstep promoting these stories, St. Floyd, St. Martin, poor Trayvon was going to be, well, see, Trayvon was going to invent um, all the things that Tesla has, but Elon Musk stole it from him. It's actually what happened. He was assassinated. A brilliant mind, Trayvon Martin, was assassinated by Elon Musk so he could steal all of his inventions. (sighs) The world, what the world could have been, you know, we could could have had... um, I mean, we would have had world peace. We would have had um, no climate change. In fact, you know, e- even species that have gone extinct would have come back to life had George, had, had Saint, I'm sorry, uh, his holiness, his eminence, uh, Saint Floyd, not been summarily executed in the street for uh, for no reason, by the way. I want people to remember that. It was, he was killed for absolutely no reason. They just murdered him. They just pulled him out of his car and shot him 79 times in the face. They reloaded. And actually, some of them went back to the police station to get different guns to shoot more body, body parts with it. And the whole city joined in. You know, it was very, it was, you know, it was a lynching. That's what happened. That's the truth. And if you question that, you go to jail, you're racist, you're Nazi. <laughs> anyway, 
I was trying to describe this, and it's like, this is what they're doing. They're, they're fomenting and creating the conditions for race war by painting a boogeyman, you know, white Americans, and painting a victim, oppressed and oppressor. This is communist doctrine, in, in, in uh, communist doctrine, cultural Marxism. You need the oppressor and the oppressed dichotomy, this back and forth, and you uh, support one to overthrow the other, to destroy the other, which is the, whatever the power structure is. In this case, it's, you know, white, I mean... Are you trying to say white people run these countries? Yeah, that's that's where they that's where it came from. Yeah, yeah. Go look at the demographics in the 1960s. Well, if if they're not white people countries, what are they? <laughs> are they countries made by the trees built everything? Maybe the trees and the grass put it all together. You know. So you know they um, in Russia in the Bolshevik Revolution they pitted the and in, and in many other places in Europe they tried to do this, which were ethnically homogenous. It was um, you know all you know, overwhelmingly, you know, one ethnic group. So you can't really, there's no one to pit them against. What they did was they pitted the rich against the poor and the poor against the rich, the the bourgeoisie and the proletariat, right? Oppressor and oppressed. And now what they've done in the West is they've done it through race. They're doing it this way now. And we have oppressor and oppressed. And, you know, white people are the target. We have to be, um, and it's racial revenge, you'll, you'll hear them say. First, it was because multiculturalism and mass migration is... It's very enriching. The food. Oh, the f- have you heard of the food, though? Oh, my goodness. The spices are so worse. The car bombs. That was it. And then uh, now that it's just blatantly devolved to obvious violence and can't be ignored anymore, they say, well, look what France did. So there's the truth then. Finally, after all these years, there it is. Oh, what is it? France colonized and, and, and so oh they so they desert they have it coming, so this is revenge. So you admit that what this is is a weapon being used against the French people and you're happy to see it because you're a self loathing uh, piece of shit that would rather, you know, prostrate themselves, oh, don't hurt me in front of the you know, in front of the authority and do what the T V says and follow your your bought and paid fucking celebrity prostitutes that, that think for you. That's what you'd rather do? <laughs> it's embarrassing it's embarrassing to be some of these people but you know um you know hollywood movies have been setting this up for a long time you don't you don't see white protagonists anymore in movies especially men right this is all i mean i don't want to spend too much time on it because i'm not the guy i'm not the expert you know um and but there are a lot of other people are that are and i could direct you to but uh trust me it's it's all there the music industry the entertainment industry everything on television pop culture government diversity is our strength it's everywhere it's everywhere and um you know they're they're not promoting this message of like unity and togetherness and it's a multicultural melting pot that's how they sold it that's how they sold everyone the idea in the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and so on to adjust to this radical change, this experiment that, um, you know, was not the norm anywhere and has never been before. This has never been done. And, uh, you know, you do it in small numbers, not to disrupt people too fast. The boiling, you know, the frog in the boiling pot sort of thing. They couldn't do what they're doing now in the 1960s. You would have had a war. There would have been a civil war. But because people have become so decadent and lazy and, you know, they just slowly turned up the temperature so much that now we can just, they're just going to break the knob off and uh, Canada's bringing in a million people a year. More than anyone per capita on planet Earth. It's not even close. I think it's 10 times the rate of um, immigra- migration that the United States is experiencing, for example. So if you're in the United States, count your lucky 50 stars or 52. How many states they have? I don't know. You don't know how many states you don't know where you don't know where Winnipeg is. Shut up, America. <laughs> 
don't know how many of those stars are even still going to be there. They're probably looking at coming to a civil war. But anyway, I was just explaining this, right? And they're like, he's trying to start a race war. I'm like, I am. I, I'm, I am. Am I? I, me, am, I'm trying to start a race war? That's a highly, geez, potentially litigious thing to say. Seems, seems very, what, what is your proof of that? Oh, me commenting on your productions, which foment racial hatred at every opportunity and try to create this uh, myth of white supremacy and systemic racism, it doesn't exist, um, to, you know, rally up angst and anger and, uh, you know, resentment among non-whites while, again, importing as many as possible, giving them as many advantages and resources as possible, disenfranchising the other, oppressed and oppressor. Let's get this going. They've, they've pitted the two teams against each other, right? And you're going to have to pick a side one way or the other. People, oh, I'm not going to participate. It doesn't matter if you want to participate or not. Because when roaming gangs come through your city, uh, guess what? You're going to you're going to be participating. Either you're going to have to choose which side of this issue you're going to fall on and whose side you're going to take or someone's going to make that decision for you. There's just there's no two ways about that because we're going to war. This is going to happen. There's no way around it. Look at the people in France. You think there's oh, I'm just uh, I'm just going to sit here and mind my own business. Oh yeah? Are you going to what are you going to do? When the when the when a violent gang is, is coming down Young Street, you're just going to be like, oh, actually, no, look, you can see my Twitter history here about how I'm an ally and how I... Dunk! You're already dead. <laughs> okay? They don't need you anymore. They don't care. You're not an ally. They don't give a shit. They see a fat, decadent, spoiled, western, white piece of shit. That's what they see because that's what they've been told to see. That's what all of the media teaches. When I was in jail, they were giving out for free, by the way, to read to the inmates who are nine, who were 98, 99% uh, indigenous, critical race theory and white guilt or white fragility, sorry. Those, those would be, I physically watched people reading these, these native gang members, right? Reading white fragility and critical race theory in jail. And do you know what those books say? Well, guess what? Guess who the oppressor is, guys? Guess guess who needs to be uh, taught a lesson? You know, well, it's it's whitey. So, where do you think this attitude goes? You know what? I'm just uh, since we're on the topic, I'm actually going to just uh, grab a video here really quickly because this uh, Chinese guy, I think he's Chinese, does a great job. Um, it's kind of a long video. I don't want to play the whole thing, um, but there is a little segment in here where he just clips some people saying some stuff, and he's not wrong when he says that, uh, you know, where are these people going to be in 10 years? Are they going to be judges, cops, legislators, government people? Politi- probably some of them will be, yeah. And this is just a snapshot of the general thinking of the of the average normie of that age group. And it's, it's not good, right? And they're going to say that we're the, you guys are right. Trust me, there's a lot of racism out there, but it's not against, uh, it's, it's to white people. Watch this. Have a token white and you're hanging out with your friend group of color. You need to ask permission from everybody in the group to bring your white friend. Like don't just bring them. I might not be in the mood to deal with white shenanigans that day. That's if you have a white person in your friend group, you're supposed to ask all your other non-white friends if it's okay if they come, because like you know what white people are like, right? Could you? And, and um, this is going to go on for a few minutes, so just get a drink and uh, 
everything that you hear. Imagine if this was me, and instead of saying white people, I'm saying I'm saying Negroes or Jews or something like that or muzzies. You know, imagine that. That would be crazy. That's all I'm saying. And another thing, it feeds into their ego. Like, don't don't let them think they're a good white person. Accomplices ask, how can they support? Yeah, because there's no good white people, right? Okay, on to the next one. Black and indigenous people of color, and. I like this one too, Black, the BIPOC. I think they designed this one specifically for Canada and Australia, and, I'll, and here's why. In the United States, I think the black population is about 14%, so it's a pretty sizable minority, it definitely enough to, to cause lots of disruptions. However, in Canada, the BLM thing didn't really take off because it's only about 4% black, and you know, the blacks that we have in Canada, uh, many of them are descendants of escaped slaves that Canada took in as, um, you know, on humanitarian grounds because we didn't have slavery up here um, before the americans you know fought the the war over it and everything so uh, they were resettled here uh, through the underground railroad and given places to live but now now of course we're systemically racist and death to white people so you're welcome i guess that was a waste of time anyway um so they've got four percent of the uh population is is uh is or african um but i think it's almost i think it's like eight or nine percent are indigenous so if you do black and indigenous people of color, now you're getting up to 15%. You see how that works? And it's uh, who's in that Who's in that group of the acronyms? Black and indigenous people of color. Or rather, who's definitely not in that group, right? There's two very distinct... Uh, wait, you guys are dividing people. I am. I'm dividing people. Am I? Am I creating these fucking policies? And these, am I these think tanks coming up with these ideas? Let's see what your... Uh, because I, I probably did all this, too. I probably made all these people think these things. Sometimes I really don't know what to say, but here's one easy way. Just don't have babies. Men can single-handedly... Just stop having babies, white people. That's how you can help. Stop existing, all right? Just die. Just stop existing. <laughs> Cause the white genocide that they are so afraid of. With 2.25 billion Asian women and half a billion white men, baby, it'll only take two generations. In two generations, there will no longer be any blonde hair. These are some things I noticed about white American culture. Being grounded is a punishment to them. That's what they call punishment. Mm. The least grounded, least balanced, most destructive race considers being... <clears throat> I suppose if Africa had, had cities to destroy... <laughs> Maybe we see, I don't know. I don't know. Destruction, violence. I I mean, I'm, there's images flashing through my mind over the past couple of years of violence and barbarity and looting and rioting and burning and killing and cities like Chicago and Atlanta and Baltimore coming to my Washington and I just I don't know but I can't put it together guys I'm having a headache I'm something's happening to my head I can't quite understand what the fucking possible connection could be I think I should just listen to the uh, listen to the genius on the screen grounded a punishment yeah they also say really violent phrases they say things like kill two birds with one stone why do we have to kill the birds why is everything so violent because chicken is food. It's almost like one's language and phrases reflects one's nature. This is hilarious. So, for people that don't know what Dunning Kruger is, it's a like a syndrome. 
is the name of it, like Dunning-Kruger or Dunning-Kruger effect. When someone is thinks they're very smart and condescending like this person is, but is also clearly really fucking stupid like this person is and has no idea what they're talking about. And is just like walking into oof after oof of intellectual landmines, but still is doing this like, ooh, you got your little drink. <laughs> I mean... This is like a this is like a museum piece. I'm just like, oh, exhibit A, the absolute retarded person who thinks they could fucking uh Oh, they're going to condescend to white people about being <laughs> Their lack of awareness is is stunning. Hmm. So that new uh Jeffrey Dahmer movie on Netflix is the perfect example of the sensationalization of white violence. People have a much easier time sympathizing with white criminals than they do with black victims. People think these shows are harmless, but they actually contribute to a much bigger issue. Does she think white people revere Jeffrey Dahmer? Does she think we think he's cool? He ate people. He was a homosexual cannibal and a pedophile. He was one of the most evil, wretched, vile, disgusting monsters that ever lived. And we should have invented a new way to kill him that has never been done. We should have fucking blood-eagled him, okay? We should have gone back to our ancestors and gone through... What, what, what do we got? Let me see here. Ragnar, give me the book. What is this? What? Ooh, what? Blood-eagle. Yeah, do that one. Do that one. Prop him up on like a reverse crucifixion, cut his back open and pull his, his fucking lungs out through his back after you break all his ribs and then flay them over his arms like wings and leave him there to die in an excruciating fashion. That's what, that's what they used to do. We, we could have blood eagled Jeffrey Dahmer and we missed that opportunity. Anyway, no, he's horrible woman, okay, and uh, maybe she's upset that it's a very it was a very successful you know Netflix show. Uh, that's because he was a very famous, as I said, evil monster uh, piece of garbage. So I mean, people tend to find those things interesting and want to watch them. They don't really care about Trayvon uh, Martin, who was a gangbanger that got you know killed being a piece of shit, or Saint Flintnall Floyd. You know, there's not going to be a successful Netflix special about the life and times of Saint Floyd because, well, he beat up pregnant women with guns and was a drug dealer and a, and a career piece of garbage. Okay, that's that's why he he's not on there. So it's not like she could understand any of this anyway. But just in case contributes to the viewpoint that white people are less violent than everyone else and white violence is something to be consumed in media and that's it what is with caucasian people in you want, anybody uh how many landmines did she step on they're glorifying violence have you heard a hip-hop song before in your life can i can i introduce you to some uh some hip-hop artists just just won't just take a second okay let's continue in like their inability to like read a fucking room like y'all act like you don't understand shit because y'all be the first ones during a conversation about the holocaust to get so mad when black people be like you do realize that the original jewish people were black right white people do not need to explain to anybody about us all bleeding red because baby you all are the people that need to learn that lesson clearly history shows that you all are the people that like to pillage and eradicate enslave and you see this is the attitude i'm talking about you see what i mean this is going to keep going there's more of this but uh this is this is what people are believing. Like, this is what they're saying. This is what they're doing. There's, there's endless videos like this. 
and they're going to increase their numbers as much as possible while maintaining this narrative, while keep providing them, you know, heroes of, to worship that were just killed for no reason, probably looting a store or raping something or stealing something, right? And they'll make them into some kind of hero and all the damn racist white police and the white pe- and on and on it will go. And the, look, it, so is it any, the same thing has been happening in France forever. Uh, a lot of people have made some noise about this Netflix film that was called Athena or something that came out a year ago, which is basically uh, the situation in France now, but it paints the protesters who are violent Islamic jihadists and rioters as people that are simply, um, you know, they're the protagonists and they're fighting back against a corrupt and racist oppressive state. Uh, This is all intended to engineer, socially engineer these attitudes and these emotions and these, you know, thought patterns. So the inevitable can happen, which is, of course, uh, let's kill all the white people. That's what's going to happen, guys. It's like, I that's not. I don't, I don't care what your what your rebuttal is. I really don't give a shit because I know what's happening. I can see with my own eyes. I can think on my own. I've done the math. That's where it's going. So you can either choose on which side of this nonsense you're going to get, or uh, someone's going to choose for you. And it's not going to take that much longer. Oppress, attempt to suppress a greatness because you all simply don't have it. Right here, go y'all come goblins who don't even live in the fucking city. Which, by the way, the Q-tip people are the last ones to ever talk about somebody stealing anything. The Q-tip people. Oh, nice. Y'all wouldn't be in this country had it not been for y'all stealing it. So y'all are more focused on people. What did they steal? The empty land. They stole the empty land, did they? All the fields and forests, they just stole. Like, did you, do you think you're fucking, uh, the pharmaceutical product, the amount of garbage you have on your face and makeup, and did you get it from Walmart? Was that here when they got here? Did they steal Walmart from someone else? Or did they fucking build Walmart? And did they invent all these things and build it? See, being a pioneer, uh, and, and a builder and a conqueror is not the same thing as as whatever the fuck you think. Now you're going to lecture people on stealing. <laughs> Let them vote twice. Let them vote twice. People looting and trying to get necessities and things that they need. And yes, a TV is a fucking necessity thing. You feel like you're... The TV is a necessity thing, Shaniqua says better than because people are out here stealing and oh, you would never first of all if you are a mayo monster that is how your ancestors got everything from stealing people are- and that's a behavior that's very common among white women you may have not intended that but there are many white women who act exactly like you if you can find it in your heart this holiday season <laughs> to donate to the discriminated white fund you'd be helping millions. nothing says high protein like cicadas and cheese Make sure you... And nothing says caucasity like that right there. What caucasity looks like. Roaming Asian grocery stores like it's an amusement park. Explain to me why white people don't wear shoes outdoor, but wear shoes inside. (laughs) We're both white women. We are inherently a danger in spaces for black, indigenous, and other people. White liberal women are inherently a danger to all life on earth. I will I will give I will grant that. People of color simply by existing. It's white cis men who are a part of the far right winged ideology of fascism. That is a true threat and the terrorism to this country. If I- <laughs> Wasn't it cute how he thought he was like being a serious tough guy? 
And he clearly had like the IQ of a baby. He had the IQ of like a seven-year-old. Like my son is smarter than him. Objectively, I could prove it with an IQ test that my nine-year-old son is smarter than that guy. They are like the terror and like it is the truth because I feel it. Emotions are facts. Go see stand in the street and scream at the top. Here's one. Here's a liberal white woman. Excellent. Top of their lungs. I hate all white people. I want all white people to go die. Die, white devil, you cracker bitch. Um, that's still not racism. You're not one of the good... Right, because non-white people can't be racist. Only white people can be racist. Good white people. Stop separating us from the bad white people. Don't sit out there in comments and say, we don't claim them. We are that. <laughs> we are the ones shooting up schools. We are the ones raping people, the ones enslaving people. We're and I'll say it. I hate being white. You know, which means I'm one of the good ones. Wow. All white people are inherently racist. Yeah. Can you be racist against white people? Based off of the definition of racism, yes, but it's not going to hurt them and hurt their opportunities oh, no? like it does people of color. Well, technically you can. It's not like an issue. You can't right. oppress the oppressor. It there it is! Good girl! Can you say it one more time for the audience at home? That's a good little commie little slut. Good for you. One more, please. It's not gonna hurt them and hurt their opportunities like it does people of color. Well, technically you can. It's not, like, an issue. You can't right? oppress the oppressor. Exactly. Why do people not understand that you can't be racist to white people? It's, it's impossible. The system is not set up that way. You can insult white people. But it is not racism. Me calling a white person a tub of mayonnaise and a like, flower-looking ass, it's not, that's not racism. You went all the way to Africa to physically take black people from their homes. Actually, no, that was the Jews. Shoved them in on boats where a lot of them got diseases and died. Told them where they could sit on a bus. Told them which schools they could go to, which water fountains they could use, which bathrooms they could use. And they, they wanted to. They were against desegregation as well. It was almost like a war over it. But thank you for reading a history book. That's sugarcoating it. Those are just turns. The military had to force people together at gunpoint, actually. You know, that's how popular ending segregation was. Go look it up. There's pictures of the 101st Airborne. Fucking bayonets fixed. Get in there! Get the fuck in there! Oh, yeah. That's how you know it's a popular idea, right? When people have to be forced into it at gunpoint by the army. Jesus. I'm not even describing all the disgusting things that happen. And they don't even want revenge? They are letting you guys skate by asking for equal rights. That's it? And you're still saying no? They are not as angry as they should be. Y'all are getting off easy and you're still saying no? Fuck you. Some people look at that and chalk it up to the grumblings of the powerless. That's the idea that when you have a power disparity, the less powerful sort of has this general society given leeway to complain about the more powerful. The villagers complaining about their king doesn't have the same ring as the king making snide and crude comments about the villagers. But that's not what's going on here. Because although certain segments of our society refuse to believe this, even as evidence mount before our very eyes, in one side of the political aisle, people of color actually have greater power than white people. That is the truth that is not being acknowledged by the people that need to hear it, because this gets in the way of them wielding that power in the way they want, malignantly. I've heard from somewhere that politics is downstream of culture, and I think that is certainly correct. We have a mainstream culture that tells us it's okay to hold prejudiced and hateful view of white people and our politics is then infused with this energy and we see active, 
overt and on the books racial discrimination of white people that those who are perpetuating this hatred is refusing to see as discrimination. Yeah, and it goes on. There's a lot more. There's a that, that's a little bit of a longer. I didn't mean to put that on. Charlie Chon? Ch- Ch- I don't know. That's a Korean name, I think, isn't it? C H E O C H E O N. What are we doing to white people? The video is called. That was out a while ago, five months ago. I remember I saw that a long time ago, and it just uh, something reminded me of it. So I thought I'd bring that back up. But isn't that nice, right? So we're fostering an excellent environment. And these are the pe- remember, these are the, these people, these are the people that are fucking uh, calling you a Nazi and shit on Twitter, are those people. And they're the ones saying that it has to be, it's about peace and love and tolerance and equality. Those fucking people you just listen to. And they're young too, right? None, were, were any of them 60 years old? They're young. They're in their 20s. What, what, what are they going to be doing in 10 years? Maybe one of them is the fucking mayor. Hmm. Can't wait, right? The future's looking good. And don't worry, like, you know, so the, oh, they just, more people need to wake up. Did you see the white people on there? Are they going to wake up? Check this out. This is, this is waking up. So this is in France. Uh, this was yesterday. This woman is in the street begging the police who are trying and hopefully failing because I don't have any really any sympathy for these guys either. They've been propping up the Macron regime for years, which is clearly an illegitimate government, stole multiple elections. Um, I mean, warmongering, sending people to their deaths in Ukraine, arming terrorists. I mean, you're fucking... This is who you work for. You're, you're honestly a huge piece of shit. You're worse than the RCMP. So... Uh, that's probably the nicest thing I'm... Okay, uh, this is the nicest thing I'm going to say about the RCMP probably ever. The French police are worse than you are. Um, I don't know if it's a compliment. I guess, I'm just, I guess I'm just letting you know I guess there is there is someone worse for now. I mean, you guys could still be number one. You, you could still get it. You could still get it back. You can still regain this very easily. A couple more horse tramplings. Maybe some more fucking covering up some killings. You know, and hey... Since I got you here, I heard some interesting stuff about the uh, about the Coots case in Alberta. Turns out, uh, it sounds like the Crown's office was involved in some shenanigans. And now uh, they've been instructed to seek legal counsel by the judge. Because apparently it sounds like there was a whole lot of uh, bullshit and fucking illegal nonsense going on. And there's going to be another hearing on that at the end of the month. So uh, stay tuned. Oh, and also stay, stay tuned to a couple of things related you know i have a couple of court dates coming up too just uh just keep just 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 stay stay nearby you know that's all i'm saying you might uh, you might like it anyway what were we saying all oh, right the police yes uh so there's the french police who have been <laughs> oh and beating like seniors for like uh, they're raising the retirement age and putting up the emergencies you know martial law to beat people into back into their houses and and the mass migration the bataclan theater massacre the nice truck massacre the fucking i mean they're stabbing kids in the park it's just it's just you know you're taking your life in your hands just living there in france you might as well be in algeria anyway right you might as well be in libya or something at this point and um it's a third world country over there now it's it's as violent and crazy as it like this would be normal it would be like yeah well that's <laughs> where you know um that's that's iraq you know or that's fucking wherever and now it's france right and this woman is begging them not to hurt these people so these cops are like no and she's like no please don't they're so diverse don't hurt the diversity no i'll do anything 
anything. I'll suck your dicks. No. Oh, the horror that they may stop this. Oh, it's so loud. Sorry. If you could even hear me over that. She was so... It's all very horrible. With the despair on her face. Oh, my goodness. I know. Solid, you know? I mean, this is what you want, right? This is what you pay taxes for. This is what you, uh... Hashtag refugees welcome. Am I right? It wouldn't be great to raise a family there, to have young kids living there. Maybe elderly parents on the other side of the city you can't get to. You don't know if they're okay. You know what I mean? Like, just good. It's just good. Maybe your wife is caught in the middle of this when she's out trying to get groceries, and maybe she gets pulled out of a car, and maybe, you know, something happens. It's just good. It's, it's just good. You want to see this. This is enriching. This is enrichment. I, I mean, these are the riches that France is really plundering. I mean, so what? You know, they took some, some resources. The real riches are the people, right, of the third world that they really want to import. This is, this is really enriching. This is, this is what winning looks like. You know, really. I'm just going to keep rambling until this video ends. I don't know how much longer it is. But it's just substantially long because there's a lot of violence. There's a lot of things burning. There's a lot of people getting hurt. And it's very enriching. And, diver and the food. I forgot to mention, you can get falafels everywhere all over Paris now. You can get kebabs. You can get, uh, you can get blown up. Maybe. You can... A lot, a lot of things can happen now in France that previously were unavailable. You know? Maybe you can get lynched. You could, you know, lynch mobs didn't used to be a thing in France, but but they are now. And you know what they're yelling at him? Oh, he's a yeah, fuck, he's a white colonizer. Yeah, so that's cool, right? Maybe he was on vacation. Hey, honey, I'm gonna go to France. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go check it out. See what's happening. Check. And, uh, you know, the cars the cars in France now are very diverse, too. They do this whole thing. Uh, that It's new. I've never seen it in Europe, I mean, in France before. But uh, they do what I've seen them do in Afghanistan, which is kind of a unique thing where they just blow up. Yeah, they just drive into people and explode. Uh, that's used to be something, that's a that's a kind of cultural enrichment that we used to only have in the Middle East, you know, Iraq, Afghanistan, Syria. So, I, I'm glad, there again, more riches. I mean, how much richer is their life that now that there's there's VBIEDs uh, in in the street, you know, you don't know. You could be walking by uh, a used car. Maybe you're going to get fucking vaporized. You don't know. You don't know what's going to happen. You, it's enriching. There's lynchings. It's just, I mean, my God, it's it's amazing, you know. And the police, I mean, they're having a great time, right? And uh, you know, he's, I mean, he gets paid a lot. I don't know if he can. I'll have to put it full screen so you can hear. Or I think they've dubbed it over. It's difficult to explain. People talk about riots, but for those of us who have to deal with it, they aren't riots. It's war. The people who are standing in front of us are there to kill us. They have Molotov cocktails, they have stones, they come to within three meters in front of us. They have enormous paving stones which they throw at us to try to kill us, not to play with us. They are there to kill us. Those dang protesters... Oh, those, they were, did you hear what he said? They were honking horns and they had bouncy castles and shit. Terrible. Just terrible, right? Absolutely terrible. Slava, though, you know, you got a Slava. And can you, can you guys, did you see what Poland did? <laughs> did you fucking see 
What's the president of Poland, or the prime? I mean, I can't even shrink down in my chair in disgust anymore, or I'm gonna fucking snap my back. I'm gonna fucking snap my fucking C2 vertebrae. I gotta get back up. I'm sarcastically sitting now. I can, I can, I've, I'm inventing sarcastic ways to move your body to mock people. Anyway, Poland is just, they've always been dicks, haven't they? And now they think this is funny. They're like, oh yeah, they're going to be like, play a, they're going to play a video from France and then they're going to play a video from, or one's in Paris and one's in Warsaw, which is the capital city of Poland. And this is just really, I mean, it's not enriched for starters. Paris. Diverse. Oh, Poland. Boring. Gross. Paris. Exciting. Vibrant. Um, opportunities. Poland. Again. Stale. Dated. Mayo monsters. Oh my god. Terrorists. Terrorism. Anyway, back to Paris. Act, uh, nightlife. Active nightlife, um, community engagement, op, um, <laughs> cheap rental property. <laughs> the prime minister of Poland tweeted that. It's like, what a fucking man. I, you know, if I was in the French government, I would have replied to him and be like, bro, good one. You know, yeah, we're getting we're getting our shit pushed in here. That was, you know, can you help or like, what should we do? Should we assassinate him or? Yeah, I'm in gen. I'm in sincere fear for my life. Yeah, the mayor of my town had a car bomb blow up in front of his house, and they tried to kill him and his family last night. I mean, yeah, it's it's not good here. It's not good here, Poland. Tell us what to do. And Poland's gonna be like, how do you do a Polish Polish accent? Pol Polish Polish. I don't know. They're not German, and they're not Russian. They're something else. They're these weird in-between Eastern Slavic sort of people. Where's Gregor Kate have come to the Polish accent? It is kind of like that, but different. Listen, French, you French, you froggy, froggy. You want the Poland come save you? Poland's not coming to save you. You said you're come to save Poland. World War II. And then Soviets come and you go, French tired, French stay home. You live in Iron Curtain forever now. Poland not help you. You die now. Fuck you. And then the Poles hang up. And then I would go, yeah, I don't think they're going to help. <laughs> They've got to, oh, they hold a grudge, I guess. Fucking goddamn Poles. All right. I've been ranting a long time. I'm going to go, uh. See what some people are saying about some stuff. Black belt dissident says dance monkey dance. Am I a monkey to you? I'm a mayo monkey. I'm a mayo monkey monster. I'm a Q-tip person. What else do they have? A caucasoid? <laughs> what did they say? <laughs> Isn't it fascinating? Like inside the world of the communists? Like you guys have... How many people are shocked? Like did you have any idea it's that, that, that they're this vicious and vile and grotesque? Like... Go go check out communist TikTok and Twitter and it's fucking mental, man. 
peace and tolerance and different yeah yeah they're all in they're they're mentally ill they're sick and they're they're insane and they're dangerous they're like uh, animals that are um like a rabid dog you know uh todd salerno says i think the worst ones are the white canadian born liberals driving this the others can cease to be a problem with a plane ticket or a helicopter ride. Well, right, and it's not uh, when you say white Canadian liberals, I also mean the conservatives because the conservatives are liberals. That Just because the name conservative party says something that it is, it doesn't mean that's what it is. If I take, if I have two bags of bread, one is white bread and one is whole wheat bread. And if I take the whole wheat bread out of the whole wheat bag, and I put the whole wheat bread in the white bread bag. Is the whole wheat bread white bread now? Because it's in a white bread bag? Is that what the label says? No. That's just a cosmetic packaging so you can identify with with a glance what it is. And if you don't do any further investigation, say open the bag to see what's in it. As far as you know, it's white bread. No, it's not. It's whole wheat bread. Somebody switched the bags. That's the Conservative Party of Canada. They are not conservatives. They're all liberals. They hold liberal positions. They are pro-transgender agenda. Their, their number two is a lesbian a, a lesbian jewish woman with half of her head shaved off that's the number two of the conservative party and oh and they're all gay now too by the way participating in gay like could you go back 15 years and tell the conservatives this they'd be like that 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 would never happen oh chant it you know they're they're massive warmongers just like the liberals are now they're all pro censorship they were all pro vaccine mandates they were all pro lockdowns they're all pro-mass migration. They're all pro-diversity quotas. They're all pro-UN. They're all pro-15-minute cities. They're all pro-Klaus Schwab. They're all, all the fucking same, dude. Doesn't matter what... Ah, well, they say... I don't care what they said. I care what they do. I've been watching what they do, and I'm telling you, as someone that's been watching this for 10 years very closely, they're both exactly the same everywhere that it matters. I saw their... Uh, one of their top people... What was her stupid name? That blonde woman talking about, oh, guess what? Did you guys know we have to bomb Iran now again? Oh, gee, really? Oh, hmm. Any? Can I see your phone history by any chance, Candace? I'm just looking for uh, any area codes from Tel Aviv. Just curious if you've been in contact with anybody from there recently, judging by your recent rhetoric. It's just odd that you just decide... Everything that matters, they're you know they're on board with it. It's not going to make any difference who you vote for. All the same problems are here, so it's like they're almost worse though. The I would say the Canadian liberals pretending to be conservatives are worse because they were pretending. There's there's some that were pretending, but many of them they're just weak. They're just weak, pathetic, feckless people. It's like a revenge of the nerds club. And um, they would rather see everything burn than than let anyone else uh, have anything to do with anything. Like they're they're there to make sure no actual resistance can exist. That no right wing any actual right wing uh, um, movement can exist. They're they're there to block it basically as like a neutralizing force. And they they compromise and they concede on every single everything. What have they conserved in the last twenty years, thirty years? They've lost ground everywhere what have they advanced have they advanced a single issue or have they lost ground in every single issue some of the issues they've given up entirely 
like the LGBT rainbow mafia thing. That's just done now. That's just, oh, okay, I guess we're all, it's it's this it, or die. It's on the police. It's on the army bases. It's on the, not that long ago, this was a very controversial thing. It was illegal to even be a homosexual <laughs> until like not long ago. I don't think it should be illegal. But I'm just saying, the attitudes have, you know what I mean? And they're acting, it's always been this way. No, it hasn't. No, it hasn't. You've drank the Kool-Aid and you're going completely off a cliff. They're taking you right off a cliff. And it's just a group think peer in club. They're all the same. They all hang out with each other. Their wives are all friends with each other. Some of them trade parties for fuck's sakes. All right? People work on this campaign for the liberals and they go work on that campaign for the conservatives. There's a a lot of of mixing going on. So these people that think, oh, we're just going to get the libs out of them and replace them with what? The other libs. The blue libs. The nerd libs. Wow. So the liberals' mass migration policy is, we want more people. I want all of Africa living in your house. Okay, that's crazy. Okay, conservatives, what do you think? Well, I think they should have to at least fill out some forms when they get here. Oh, okay then. Well, there you go. That's the that's the debate on whether we should move in a hundred million fucking people. That's what they want. They want a hundred million people in Canada by twenty one hundred. From where who? You know what I mean? You're you're just gonna say, let's just take <laughs> All these people. I'm just going to grab half of fucking Pakistan and just... Bah! I'm just going to throw it in, in Alberta, and Alberta's now Pakistan. Why wouldn't it be? The people are what make it what it is. If you took all of Alberta, everything, you somehow used magic to just whoop all the people, all their houses, all their, you know, everything they got, and just put them somewhere else, put them in Saudi Arabia. Do they magically become Saudi Arabian? Or is this just Alberta in a different place? Yes. This is Alberta in a different place. So that's that's what this is. They're not integrating. They're not assimilating. They're ghettoizing in these little uh, ethnic cliques. I'm sure you've noticed there's certain parts of town. Isn't there? That will keep expanding. And then they eventually, hey, ask Sweden how this goes. In France and Germany. Then it's like, well, you don't really, we don't go to that part of town anymore. It's hostile. You know, the police avoid it even. And become what's called no-go zones. In England, they have their own court system, the Sharia courts. They don't even obey. Like, they have their own law. They don't even recognize you. (laughs) Right? And then all of the the message, oh, remember, white people are terrible and evil. We have to destroy them. And, you know, you know, you see, do you see where this is going? Think of how radically things have changed in just the last three years, which is not a long time. That's not even enough time to get a degree. Let's go, how do you feel about 2033? What does that look like? So you should see how much danger we're in and how quickly things can spiral out of control. Do you think anybody in France last week knew, like, as they were eating their fucking baguette, like, hey, just so you know, tomorrow is the last real day of your country and the whole thing goes to hell from here on in. It's just going to be running street war and chaos and fuck it. It's going to be Mogadishu now. Starts tomorrow morning or tomorrow night. Okay? All right. Good luck. No. It just happens one day and you're like, well, that's it. And now now it's like this. Pot's boiled over. Welcome, welcome to the Thunderdome. 
So, you know, I, I'm on a ra- I'm on a ramble again. But um, what was this chat there? Todd said, "Yeah, I, I blame the conservatives. I blame the conservatives because they were the ones that were supposed to represent us, the right wing conservative uh, people of the country, and instead they pandered to the the enemy." To avoid being ridiculed and mocked and made fun of because they're weak, so they're allowed in, or outright sellouts who weren't weak, they're just evil. And they're like, I don't fucking care. (laughs) And now look what we've got. So the people that are supposed to man the walls at night and protect you have gone to sleep on the job and taken bribes and just like not even paying attention and the enemies of of every they're just they're just coming in from all over the place. And the people were paying and trusting to make sure these things don't happen. And they just didn't do it. So who's worse? They won't even do it now. They can't even talk about these things. They can't even talk about the COVID issue of which how many people that they contribute to help murdering. Let's be honest. Is it in the millions? How many? We don't know because the government won't look into it. The citizens of Canada had to look into it, and they launched a national citizens inquiry, which spanned the entire country. Hundreds of witnesses, experts, victims, testimonies, doctors, all kinds of things, cops, people that were fired out of their jobs, specialists, surgeons, pilots, everything completely and totally ignored by the establishment and every single fucking politician because they're all guilty. Why would you not use... If this was politically useful, if this was truly the damn libs, oh, gee, those libs, oh, those friggin' libs, why wouldn't they be all over this? Because it was the libs that did it, right? Why won't they acknowledge these hurting people? Why won't they acknowledge these dead people? Why won't they acknowledge Dan Hartman's son, Sean, who he just found out, confirmed, by the way, was killed by the vaccine, according to this medical expert's opinion? Why won't they acknowledge that? Because that would look pretty bad for the libs, because they're guilty too. And they don't fucking care. They're the same. They're the exact same and you'll find on issues of contention like this real like that is a serious pressure point that is a that needs to be addressed like an elephant in the room like mass migration for example like the war in ukraine for example you will find that they have either no opinion or the same opinion as everyone else seems to have all the time the, any illusion that they might be an actual fucking person in this game that isn't part of the system and the machine and just a, a willing fucking slave just vanishes immediately. They just slink right back in. I'm going to let the provinces deal with that. Uh-uh. Oh. Every opportunity you get to show some some little bit of humanity, it just doesn't doesn't come up. They're worse, okay? You can expect the the libs and the communists and these people to do what they're going to do because they say it. They tell you what they're going to do, and they and they do it. And then these guys lie about what they're about, fail, and then demand your support again so that they lie again, fail again, and then demand your support again. And then when people like me and people like other people, whoever they are, <laughs> I have had an example and I lost it at the same time. Other, you know, dissident thinking people, right-wing thinking people, the, the conservatives attack those people because that's a threat to their milk machine. They, they'll lose access to the pig trough because if 
those people become more popular than than we are the fake conservatives well then what's the point of us there isn't one so we have to make sure they're more they the conservative party of canada is more concerned with containing uh right-wing dissident uh, thinking people than they are uh stopping the libs from doing anything you can take that to the bank you can get that ta- no know that fucking go to sleep knowing that big fat albert says savamal uh-oh He's getting mad. There's a bunch here. I got to get to entropy now in a second. Uh, Todd again says, yep, CPC and linerals. Same shit, different pile. They're the same. Lois Lansky says, all pro-abortion. Right, that's another big one. Abortion was like a hill to die on for a long time. It was a really tough moral thing. People were like, no, I'm not. I just can't. I cannot condone this. I cannot support this. And that was 99% of conservatives. Now... You have to support it, or they'll kick you out. Ask Derek Sloan. You have to be pro-abortion. You have to be pro-climate change, again, as well. Find me one elected, one, one uh, influential conservative uh, personality that isn't someone like me, that's part of the, the so-called the official opposition, those people, that uh, challenges the climate change narrative. Because it's nonsense. It's fucking complete nonsense. None of them will do it. They're all like, well, you know, we need a good climate action plan. You know, we have to... Oh, my fuck! Oh, my God! Right? They're the same. Uh, thus, always to tire. Six Semper Tyrannus. Thank you for the uh, subscription. Kellen MCC says, I'm glad I'll be dead by then. <laughs> well, that is on the bright side, guys. They can't keep you here forever. Okay? It's just like jail. Your life is just like jail, and if you're in Canada, your life is basically jail. Okay, so it's it's similar, and you know maybe that's why a lot of people are. Have you noticed people are going crazy? They're getting, uh, you know, they're getting stressed out. They're getting upset. It's uh, I think I think it's just because of the the situation is becoming more than a lot of people can handle. I think they're they're not used to the stress. You know, they're not used to the the pressure, and you know, same thing can happen when people go to jail. And they, you know, they freak out. It's like, and you know, one of the things that they'll tell you is like, listen, man, they can't keep you here forever. I mean, they you, eventually they have to let you out. Like, no one stays in like for the rest of your life, right? So that's at the very minimum. Same thing with this. I mean, eventually you'll die, and then uh, it'll be over. So there is that. They can't do this to us forever because none of us are invincible. So ha ha. No matter how hard. You only get one lifetime to try and break my soul. You only get one. And you won't do it. And that's how I win. Try as you might with your little goblin hearts. You only got how long you got. And you're never going to get me. Thus always to Tyrant says, Super Chat, thank you very much, sir. I appreciate three. And he says, Say fuck more, not offended never. Thank you very much, sir. Very, very generous of you. I've missed a lot on entropy. We're going to have to get to it. Nobody cares.
says, let the chaos accelerate to wake people the fuck up. Cheers, brother. Hey, it's going to have to be that. Because they don't want to listen to us. They won't listen to us. They won't listen to reason. They won't listen to sanity. The only thing that they might listen to is pain. So they have to feel the consequences of what they've done. Maybe that'll work. Maybe it won't. But we are uh, we are rapidly approaching the find out phase of this whole uh, woke agenda. You know, all of these people. You know, that's that's just the shitty thing about this. I was thinking this today. Um, it's so frustrating because how long things take. Like the things they're doing, the moves that that are being made in the world, like in geopolitics and in these kinds of things. These are these are of such immense proportions. I mean. We're not talking about building a bridge. <laughs> we're talking about, we're going to destroy Western civilization. Like, oh, are you? Like, yeah, I'm going to dismantle the whole fuck. These are, these are huge moves that they've, you know, taken. And they take a long time. It's like, you know, growing crops, okay? You're thinking long-term. You're planning for, like, industrial scale. There's a lot of work that goes into this, and it doesn't just happen overnight. So it takes a long time. It, it can take a while for patterns to emerge and for people to see things. But some people, it takes them all the way up until it hits them in the face. And it's like you got to wait so long for them to be for for them to finally realize they were wrong. And even then, it, it's like who wants to be right? Because it's like there's no there's no joy in it. Like ha ha! I told you the city would burn. <laughs> like nobody wants. I told you everyone was going to get raped and killed. Hmm. <laughs> you imagine? The condescending fucking right-wing conspiracy theorist that just takes great pleasure in being right about everything. It's like, I mean, they're like chopping up little kids and do that. I fucking told you they would do that. (laughs) I was right and you were wrong about children being abducted, sexually assaulted, chopped up and put in a suitcase. I was right. You were wrong. (laughs) That actually happened in France. Lola, 12-year-old girl. No rioting over that one, though. That must be because everybody was so tuckered out from being mayo monsters, you know. And that's why I'm after that's why I'm at war with mayonnaise. All right. You guys are you guys are never I mean, nobody's ever in the mood to riot. I am constantly wanting to riot. And no one else ever wants to. And it's because of mayonnaise. It's because you guys are full of mayonnaise and it's making you soft. It's making you weak. And it's my immortal enemy. And I will not stop until mayonnaise is fucking gone forever. So these, you know, this that black chick was right. Mayo, mon- yeah, you guys are all mayoed out. It's made you fucking, look, look at yourselves. Look what you've become. Oh. <laughs> T-Money says we need a mandatory reading list. Yeah. Um, yeah, we should. We should put one like that together. I always, I bet you're like the 10th guy to say that. And I'm always like, yeah, it's a good idea. And then I never do it. I should, yeah, I just, I don't know. It's never part of my day where I'm like, I should do that right now. I don't know. I'd have to make notes. I need a secretary. What I need is a lot more money so I can hire more workers. <laughs> you know what to do. I'm just kidding. He says, you must read these books before you ask a dumb question. Uh, Gulag Archipelago, yes. Ordinary Men is interesting, yeah. On Combat, excellent. Practical Idealism, yeah, I have all of those. <laughs> uh, would definitely help new people, yeah. Uh, yeah, Practical Idealism is really interesting, too. That's fake. It's made it up. It never existed! Oh, no? 
how they're just talking about how we have to destroy white people in the book and in in the exact manner that it's being carried out today isn't that wild it's so funny these things that are i mean obviously they're conspiracy theories and that's not a real thing just like the communist rules for revolution isn't a real thing like that's 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 obviously like we know especially because we're in canada right because there's a special thing about canada where it's like you have to know this you have to because it's the law all right so it's the law to know that that is an anti-semitic conspiracy theory and it's just a coincidence that every single plank of the communist rules for revolution that was an anti-semitic conspiracy theory you know somebody else just by happenstance fulfilled all of those uh all of those agenda points that was just so what it really is was a fortune teller it was a guy that could it was like a like a nostradamus type you know, person that's probably what it was it wasn't his plan it was a conspiracy it just happened to happen exactly like that you know and and Kalergi, like he okay just <laughs> Just because he said all those things and wrote it down in books doesn't mean he meant them and that people are doing exactly the things he said they should do. That's just a coincidence that happens sometimes. So you need to just chill out the anti-Semitism. Littlefoot says, if if you say love is love is love a few times, does it not sound like Slava, Slava, Slava? They like their slogans. It makes them feel comfortable. It makes them feel happy. Um, the goblins and the NPCs, they need slogans. They need, like, short, easy-to-remember, like, cue cards, like, flashcards. Otherwise, they'll have a meltdown. They don't know how to deal with things. So, and you've noticed this. I'm sure you guys have seen this. The protest videos. Karima could tell you all about this if you ask her. You go there, and you try and talk. They, they don't know how to talk, and they just scream um, rehearsed phrases that they've heard somewhere. They just scream things. And you're like, okay, that's a mental patient. And then you know, you go try this. What's with the? Or they won't say anything, or they'll just blow whistles at you. And you're like, you should quickly understand. Oh, this is an insane asylum. This is Arkham City. This is the Arkham City uh, Arkham Asylum. Is on a field trip. I shit. I'm sorry, guys. I thought this was some kind of political thing. I didn't realize, you know how in like, they used to take like the handicapped people, like they take them out for trips, right? Into, into town to like make them feel normal and give them, you know, things to do. And that's all that is. So just, you know, the rainbow mafia, they're all clearly mentally insane. They're, they're, that's the insane asylum. They're out of their minds. They're all on pills. They all smell bad. They're all unsightly. You know, they're the goblin people and they're just, you know, they're on a field trip. So just, they'll be gone. (laughs) They're all cutting their old dicks off and, you know, they're all gay, right? They're not reproducing anyway. And their kids, they do have. They're molesting them. So, I mean, that's a self-terminating DNA cycle. That's just going to, you know, it's going to implode itself right out of existence. Like the house in Poltergeist. It's just going to, like, fold right up into itself, levitate into the air and disappear, God willing. (laughs) Camby Dread says, yay, back on Entropy after a long, drawn-out wait. Cheers to all the bigots. Finally get to catch alive. Free the bees. Yes, she wants the bees to come back. Where were you? What happened? What, what do you mean back on entry after? What happened? What were you waiting for? What, what's going on? Brad uh, says, great response. Chimo. This is why I pay attention to the DAGs more than any other sources of info. Like the fake gay MSM. Well, you shouldn't ignore it, but it 
it's really hard. I mean, CBC's really bad. It's really bad, but um, sometimes they can all you can almost kind of discern what might be going on by what they, you know, how they say things or what they've said. It, it be, it's like an acquired skill to read the news. It's not something you can just, you know, if you're brand new, oh, I read this here and read that there. And you're like, did you not know that that journalist is a fucking uh, senior fellow at the fucking, <laughs> you know. What's that one that uh, the Clintons came from? You know, stuff like that. Like, there's there's all kinds of little things that, uh, you know, it's like playing a sport or anything else. Day one, you don't, if you don't know who the people are, you're, you know, you got some catching up to do. Torquil, he says, as prophesied, the sons of Ishmael will become intermixed with the sons of Esau. I wonder who instigated the global war on terror and also spearheaded the migrant invasion. Someone uh, sure hates the descendants of Esau. Did- we gotta stop. We gotta stop. We gotta stop. We're stopping. We're stopping. It's over. It's over. It's over. It. it oh. Okay. Okay. Man, they get emotional. Okay, we can't talk with that anymore. They're getting upset. Uh, CRJ says, "Thank you for the racist TikTok groid vid. I've now poured multiple drinks." <laughs> well, CRJ's back on the wagon. Cheers to alcoholic copium. That's okay. He donates more money when he's drunk, so it's okay. Uh, Boomer Man says, have you heard of Jesse Lee Peterson? He's pretty good on the demographic stuff. Yeah, I know who Jesse Lee Peterson is. I've never talked to him, but uh, I've seen him around. He's got to be getting up there. Isn't he like, he's got to be in his 70s now, isn't he? I don't know. Uh, Yeah, he's not bad. Uh, CRJ says, these people are projecting 50,000 years worth of genetically inherited inferiority complex. (laughs) Rome was Rome 3,000 years ago. Africa still has mud huts today. Well, that's because white people stole all the castles. That's the only reason. Nigel says, I'm going to have to get ready for my flight tomorrow and, and crash out. Just know that if you do that thing where you let us call in through Telegram, I would have I would have called been entertaining as fuck. Well, you can't fucking say that and then run away. That's ridiculous. I... We're going to hold you to this. I'll let you get away with this once, but next time I will stop the whole stream. I'm going to, well, I can't leave right now, but whenever I can. I'm going to turn the stream on and you're going to notice the background's different because you're going to realize it's inside your fucking house, Nigel. That's what's going to happen. Anyway, Space Kang says Jeffrey Dahmer was such big news because it's extremely rare for white people to eat people. Well, yeah, I'll... <laughs> eating people's pretty fucked in the first place. Uh, but yeah, let's just say Jeffrey Dahmer was not a typical uh, white guy, you know. Oh, this is what they love Jeffrey Dahmer. They're all about it. Who? Who is? What are you talking about? <laughs> oh. Not to be confused with the Africans that are eating other tribes to this very day. <laughs> Haiti? I think Haiti they're eating each other now. Haiti's devolved to cannibalism again. And uh, yeah. That's that's good stuff. Like, just... I, I don't know why they bother. Like, why would you bother? Like, if I was the state, I'm like, what should we do about Haiti? I would say, nothing. What do you... Why? What should we do? What do you mean? Why is that our problem? What the fuck do we have to do with Haiti? I don't care. Are they? Do they care about us? No. What What relationship do we have? Oh, he deployed some troops there before. Yeah, because the place was going to shit. Now it's gone to shit. Can't 
can't be fixed. Unless you want to colonize them again. You want to do that again? No? Well, then fuck them. Who cares? We got problems here. There's a tent city outside. Go fix that. Fucking Haiti. How much are we sending to them? How much? No. Cut that off now. Don't send them another... Du- no. I don't care if it's going to somebody's human trafficking funds. No more. Cut it off. Fucking fuck Haiti. <laughs> Like, we've got people suffering all over the place here now. Like, why there of all places? Like, we have to feed the whole world. No, that's, we don't. That's, I mean, that's crazy. You have a God complex now. Uh, Ginger Snaps has just wanted to pay my tribute to Philip. Cheers, brother. Thank you very much. Jen Steen says, busting a gut. Cheeks are hurting. Keep making this stuff dark. Keep making this dark stuff funny. Not sure how you do it. I think it's insanity. I think I have to do it. Once you get so, once you go all the way to the edge of like, It's like you kind of get. I mean, I have it though. I haven't seen like Mac. I've on the internet. I've seen what maximum violence looks like, but I've never, you know, I've never been executed by a cartel. Let's say, you know what I mean? Like, like psycho level, like holy shit, ways to die and stuff like that. But once you kind of get enough of it, um, you kind of learn to handle a lot of things with uh, with humor and. Uh, it helps put things into perspective, I think. But yeah, it's how you do it. You can laugh or you can cry. One of them you you will live. The other one you might not. Richard Payne from Beaton says there was a Telegraph article from last week that said Poland will surpass the UK in per capita wealth in 2030. Wow, incredible! That's nuts. The open borders argument for economic growth is officially dead. It always should have been. It it always should have been. But yeah. It says even the Globe and Mail admitted it a few weeks back, obviously. But this is the thing. The damage is done. And that's why I, I wonder if that is why the mad rush, because it's really exploded in the last couple of years, the migration. It was pretty steady, but it wasn't like flood. It's floodgate. I don't think they could get here, get people here any faster than they are now. Um, I don't know if I had that. Um, oh, I don't know if I had that. Oh, crap. I just lost my page. Damn it. My entropy page died, didn't it? What's going on with you people over there? Figure your stuff out. I'm going to try and relaunch it now. How long has it been down? And why didn't anybody tell me? Well, they did, actually. Doings told me. Because I glanced at my screen. And I didn't even look at... There's a whole bunch on Odyssey. I got to... Fuck. All right. What was I talking about? And all my old super chats are gone. This is a, this is an unmitigated disaster. I'm going to have to have a word with my staff. the button all right let me just uh <laughs> bad a breezy ass if i write a book no i haven't i won't i gotta fix this i gotta go get my old um my super chats back just to just just give me one second while i just fix uh, sort this out the fuck is wrong with you people can't fucking do anything right how fucking hard is this Turn it on, leave it on, walk away. What are you pressing buttons for? There is a pressing buttons. No buttons. Yeah, I know you left it on. That's all right. Everybody knows I'm crazy. All right. Anyway, I think I'm. Did I get through them all? I did. This was all completely unnecessary. 
But Madam Breezy wants me to read a book. I won't do it. I hate wasting my time. But I'm going to go... Odyssey won't waste my time. I think I missed some of these. How do I... Comic Drogger says, here's a couple more bucks. I've got a few books to share with the local. Thank you very much, sir. And then Ryan with a bunch of G's. He said, if you notice, the J6ers are in prison, but all of Wagner that rebelled are free. Really makes you think. <laughs> yeah, the Wagner situation was pretty funny. Uh, that guy was a clown, the Prigozhin guy. And he was just like... He he tried to like storm the capital with like a thousand guys out of like twenty five thousand men. It's like a whole division. He's not really in charge of it. Like he's not the real guy. He's just this idiot front man kind of clown character, and uh, he's neurotic and was kvetching about things. And they fucking got into his head about you know the Western intelligence and got him all fired up. So I think they were like, okay, that's enough. They took his. Well, I was listening to Ryan Dawson talk about this a little while ago. He's like, they took his toys away and they sent him to Belarus, basically. <laughs> I told all the soldiers to turn around. Not one officer went with him. It was just a handful of troops, and they're all confused because he lied about what was happening. And they were—it was just a shit show because of this retard. So, but yeah, all the January six people are in jail, and now the Proud Boys aren't feds. No, no, everybody else are feds, not the Proud Boys. The Active Club guys are feds, not us. The people who are actually feds, who have our our actual leadership, is in prison still. And a ton of them got sold out and were being like wiretapped and fucking set up and all of that. Oh, no. Listen to the, follow the Proud Boys. They'll never lead you astray. He says, if we are to be punished, uh, Ryan says, for the worst that whites have done, then we are also to be rewarded for the best things we've done. Right. These people are retarded to be speaking about white people at all. Well, Keith Woods has a lot to say about that. I could uh, go into that. I'm going to read a couple more of these. The sub-70 IQ sorts, uh, the orc army constructed by our oldest enemy. Time to pour out the kosher Kool-Aid. Yeah. The orc army. Yeah, it's like Sauron's army of fucking... Uh, oh, is it the last one? What's this one? Okay. No, I did get them all. Okay, cool. Thanks. And then uh, Black Belt Dissident, just thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for that. Is Odyssey back? Are we good? What a disruption. What a pain in the ass. Full dress cops. Hey, oh, Vinny, my paisano. Thank you, sir. Thank you, dude. He says, you look like Sonny Black. Hey, oh, hey, Donnie. Vinny, get a load of this guy. You see this guy? Huh? What are you saying? What are, you know You know what I look like now? Oh, you're going to tell me what I look like? You're going to come into my house and tell me in front of all my friends what I fucking look like? You think I don't know what I look like, Donnie? Huh? Vinny, are you seeing what I'm seeing? I can't believe this guy. Somebody get the bet. Donnie, get the bet. I saw a meme earlier, like just a stu. I don't know why I laughed at this. I was, it was one of these like, I was in a terrible mood like all day, like usual, and I'm just scrolling something, and it was one of those like, bro, skip the intro, and it's like, and, it, and the guy was like, no, not this one, bro, and it was the Sopranos, <laughs> greatest, one of the greatest intros to a TV show ever. I don't think anyone ever skipped it. It was always amazing. All right, we're all good. Who the hell is Sonny Black? He better not be a communist. Hey, oh. Maroon. All right. I was, uh, we're very sidetracked. Sort of. Not really. Lots of time left. Anyway, 
This began. I was supposed to talk about other things before I got to this, but we'll we'll probably come back to it. I have a feeling, you know, probably some fucking you know communist tweet Twitter accounts are probably fucking working overtime tonight for free because they don't believe in money, right? It's good. That's why they all work for free and they don't have anything. <laughs> I'm oppressed, and you're the oppressor. Sure. Yeah, this is all new. No one's ever done this before. Oh, you're so special. You're such a special intelligent little snowflake. Oh, my God. You're a retard. Anyway, Canada, greatest country on earth. Before, I actually uh, forgot to even mention this somehow. I did get the uh, the other one. Um, yeah, but greatest country on earth. Um, as you know, I am not allowed to have a bank account in this country because, of course, I am evil. I'm an evil terrorist. I'm a white. I am Hitler, probably Gingler for sure. Um, you know, I did check. You know, with the what what I would look like with one of these, and I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie. Like it, I could pull it off, right? So there might be some truth to this. I might be pure evil. I don't know. However, uh, you know that was the reason. You don't need a reason to lose a bank. It's basically no reason at all. You just say, uh, yeah, we hate you and. And it's over. And we're terminating your relationship. We're taking all your shit. And everyone freaked out and was like, oh. Like, they've been doing this with people for a while. And now they're going to start coming down the line. Well, now, even uh, now, even my girl Morgan is uh, debanked as well. I told her she just got this the other day in the mail. Yeah, we've decided to terminate your accounts. Okay. And effective immediately. Okay. And at the closing day of August 3rd. Okay. And I'm remaining. Okay. Same same generic fucking shit I got. Signed by no one. No explanation. And uh, that's that. No more bank accounts for you. You know, fortunately, uh, I already went through this and uh, figured figured out uh, some some workarounds. And uh, so we'll, she'll just, you know, do all of the same things probably. <clears throat> so, you know, fine, whatever. But uh, just so you know, that's what they're doing now. What, what, is, what, was the, what was the excuse? She shouldn't be dating me. So she shouldn't have a bank account. Is that is that what it is? Is it uh is she too pale? <laughs> um was it that her credit score was only 834? Uh hmm, I don't I'm having a hard time. I don't know. Wonder what it was. Wonder what the reason was. To just end the banking relationship with no no reason given whatsoever. Greatest, freest country on earth, guys. It's the best. Hey, you know. And, you know, we tell healthy people, hey, have you considered, have you, have you considered not being alive? Like, is that, is that a possibility? Because it, we'd really appreciate it. I'm doing it. Fuck you, I'm doing it. All right. This is important stuff here, guys. Hi there. It's me again, the top doctor. And I'm here to give you another important update on their uh, fiscal situation regarding our health care policy. It's not good, guys. We're broke. We're flat broke. We don't have any doctors. And quite frankly, to be honest... There's just way too many of you. Introducing the MAID program. Expanded to healthy folks. 
Are you generally in good health? No outstanding problems, no pending surgeries, no prescription medications keeping you alive. You're just generally all around doing pretty good. Well, we'd like to consider, if you'd like to consider, just fucking killing yourself. Because there's too many of you, and this whole thing's coming apart, and we're really worried there's going to be riots. So we're going to try and mitigate the numbers. So you could go ahead and do your patriotic duty today and kill yourself. Doesn't matter if you're not sick, if you're healthy, if you're sick, does if you're homeless, if you're a person, if you're even in Canada at all, we really want to kill you. There's a real there's a need actually. I think I think they're drinking blood in the Peace Tower, guys. They they just can't seem to get enough of it. The abortions are through the roof. I mean, now they want to they're doing this now, all right? Made program to healthy people, right? We're telling soldiers. I mean, we knew that a lot of the soldiers would kill themselves. They do that on their own anyway. So a lot of them took us up on that offer, but they, they, they just can't eat. They can't get enough blood. They can't get enough. So, um, I mean, I'm under the gun here too, guys. Because if I don't get enough of you to sign up for this death program, they're going to fucking kill me, all right? And they're going to eat my children. So, I don't care who it is, but I need at least 20 more people to sign up for MADE by the end of the month or I'm a dead man, okay? So, from me to you, the Canadian Healthcare Department, uh, we just want you to know that... Uh, you can you can die. We would like it if you could. We we we've aggressively expanded the program, and uh, I just we j- there's too many there's too many of you. You gotta go. All right. I don't know how else to put it. That's it's that simple. We're just don't make us come to your house. Don't make us come to your house. <laughs> Tell your friends. <laughs> That's right. is this you call 1-800 kill yourself why wouldn't you i mean you should it's canada right why wouldn't you email healthy people fucking have you considered being dead well no it's not really on my plans not my list canadian healthcare provider sparked outrage after emailing out a slideshow to a group of healthy patients offering advice on medically assisted suicide I don't even want to read any more of it. It's so absurd. Imagine most of us have had grandparents, right? Or someone in that age category. Picture that person. Picture something specific. Picture a memory with them, some conversation, some time you were laughing. You know, really bring the memory alive to get a good sense of who they were as a person and what they were like. And And then tell them this is going on. How do you think they would have reacted? How do you think the people of the 1970s or 80s? Hey, Donnie, Louie, you seen this? The fucking government's telling me once. What, do you want to kill you? You threaten me now? Is that what this is? What, are you trying to kill me now? I don't like being threatened. Donnie, Louie, get to bed. Put the fucking barbed wire on it. I'm going to have fun with this. Oh, the slideshow included advice on expressions of wanting to die, noting it can be used to promote a sense of control. Terminally ill patients are also seemingly offered the chance to die within a day. So if you're just cranky and having a bad mood and you're like struggling and you're like, fuck this, I just want to die. They're like, okay. And they'll just stab you in the neck with a needle right there. And they'll just kill you immediately. They can't kill you fast enough in Canada. So that should be good for tourism. I want that commercial to go far and wide. I think the people of the world need to know I mean, I mean, Canada thrives on tourism, you know? We got to get some. 
We got to get some tourism in here. So death tourism. Maybe that's something we can offer people. You know, maybe that's something they'll be into. Uh, Uber made. Right. They'll deliver it to your door. You can Uber your maid. They'll bring you the suicide pod. They'll just, <laughs> they'll just deliver you like a starting pistol with a with a one bullet, like a gun. Here you go. Here's your package. But then because of budget cuts, it'll just be like some guy in sweatpants and a tank top rolls in. He's got sneakers on, long hair, and like he looks like the Undertaker from wrestling. And he's just like, I'm here for the appointment. And you're like, what? And he's like, are you the guy? And you're like, yeah, but he just hits you in the head with a hammer. There. He leaves. <laughs> he's just killing people all day with this. He's like the guy from fucking No Country for Old Men. Call it. I want you to call it. I don't know what I stand to win. Everything. You stand to win everything. Now call it. Uh, well done. That guy's so fucking creepy. Dangerous to what? The bubonic plague? <laughs> Good time. You haven't seen it? No country for old men. Not a, not a bad. I like that one. You know, I there, I can like however many movies have come out in the last fifteen years. I didn't hate. It's like seven. And that's one of them. <laughs> also, I mean, Philip is is. I mean, he's here, but I don't know where he's been all night. And somebody sent me this, and I don't know if there's anything to needs to be explained Hi? about this. But Hi? are you like? Show. This is starting to make sense. People are curious. There's things happening behind the scenes in France. And we're not getting the full story, and it's. I think it's starting to make sense to me. I think there may be a little more going on than we realize. <sighs> Dangerous compared to what the bubonic plague? <laughs> yes, quite dangerous. They call him like Shigur. What was his name in the movie? He was like the Terminator or something. It's crazy. Um, how many things do I want to be mad about now? There's a lot. I'm just going to kind of scroll through. Climate change is the reason for everything. The president wants to block out the sun. I've got this uh, great uh, thread by Keith Woods on how uh, the whole white people slavery thing is completely backwards and stupid. Instead, they should be building statues for thanking us for ending it, uh, as we're the only people that did Slave trade continues to this day in parts of the world. Only people that fought wars to stop it were Europeans, but anyway. Um, yes, refugees welcome. That's always fun. I got that guy already. <laughs> More people being killed by the medical system. Man, the world is laughing at us, the United States. Oh, I was talking about this earlier. Yeah, this is what I'm talking about, right? Did you know that Iran is influencing Canadian bureaucrats? Iran, you guys. Those damn Iranians, those pesky Iranians, huh? We got to get the libs out. Don't we, guys? Don't we, fellas? Don't we got to get those dirty old libs out? Those rascally libs? Oh, those libs. Don't we got to get them out? Don't we got to get the libs out? We got to vote. And just have to vote harder and get the libs out. This is retarded. The idea that Iran has a foothold in Canada is ridiculous. You know who has a foothold in Canada? China. 
You know who you know who knows that? You. You're probably taking orders from them. But again, I mean, I'm sure there's some text from Tel Aviv or something in there. Oh, and she's got the the cross on and everything too. What a fake fucking Oh my god. The Iranian regime is putting immense pressure on Canadian civil servants. Oh no, are they? Really? Who? Where? There's no names, there's no evidence, there's no it's just an opinion. They're just out there and they're like they're pressuring and they're like just warning of appeasers of the Iranian regime who have infiltrated many aspects of Canadian society and around the world. Oh really? What happened? Do the Iranians control the newspapers, Candace? Huh? Do the Iranians own Hollywood? What's happening? What are you saying? What are you trying to say? Are you saying there's some kind of foreign influence in our lands, Candace? The ominous call of a bird seems to suggest that there is. There seems to be some kind of correlation between that noise and suspected foreign interference. But we'll never know what it is. We'll never know, Candace. It's Iran. Iran. Damn them. Fuck, my whole life they've been causing us problems. I can't think of a single thing, but I, I know that they're behind something somewhere. If we would just get them. If we would just fucking get them for some reason at the urging of someone who has nothing to do with us. If we would just be a good little guy and go get him. Good boy. What did I say? I don't know. I don't know what I said. Stressed out. Had a long day. I'm just talking crazy. That's all that's, all, that's, all that's happening. Oh... Speaking of lamb, I guess this is next. I mean, it's all awful. Everything I have is terrible. I mean, it's it's all terrible. It's all completely terrible. <laughs> I don't I don't want to do any of it, but I just picked something. So, and I mean, I still got like an hour and and change of this. So we're going back. Jensen's not going to be happy, but uh, I t- you know he's like thankfully no more rainbow stuff. But it's like I'm uh, sorry, Jensen, but. We're going back in. We're going back in. We're going back in! The world is laughing at us. United States Army shares story of suicidally depressed transgender major. What a stunning and brave message to send to America's military enemies. Sergeant, oh, I'm sorry, major. A major. So, and beautiful too, right? What a beautiful woman. What a stunning and brave and attractive and powerful woman that is. And certainly, no woman should feel insulted or offended because that's, this is all, it t- you just, that's a woman now. That's all, that's it. Just, there. It's just a costume you can put on. Shut up, you whores. Shut up, we hate you. We never respected you. Feminism was a lie, you stupid sluts. We were just trying to destroy civilization. This was never about you. Shut the fuck up and worship the tranny cock. Shut up! Woo, women's suffrage. Shut the fuck up. You don't want to know what we'll do to you next. I am going to flood your town with all of Senegal. I swear to God, I'll do it. Shut up and worship the tranny dick. That's a woman. That's a beautiful woman. Say it. Fucking say it. What a fucking nightmare. 
Don't worry. There's a there's a video they posted, and it's it's just incredible. It really is something to just be proud of. I mean, this this. I mean, it's your fighting men and women. These are the warriors of your country. I mean, you want you want them to you know exemplify and exude a certain uh, certain special something, you know. And this is it. I mean, this is drips with it. It just drips with it. If it loads ever, why are you doing this to me? Why? It's a fucking 30-second Twitter video. Now you don't want to work? Everything else, no problem. Oh, this? No, no, I'm not going to bother. Well, we're going to... Okay, let's try this again. Let's let's try this again. Let's try this again. Hi. There, that's, that's more like it. Carry on. Hi, I'm Major Rachel Jones, and what pride means to me is celebrating that diversity is our strength as a nation. I already had a problem immediately. Hi, I'm Major Rachel Jones. Right away. You're lying to me. And what You're lying to yourself. Pride means to me is celebrating that diversity is our strength. As- so a mindless platitude that doesn't make sense. Diversity is our strength. How? How is that? As a nation. As a nation. It's our strength as a nation. How? In what way? And as an army. And an army. How? Explain it. Means- there, there is no explanation, right? It just makes you a Nazi if, they, if you want an explanation. Because there isn't one. It doesn't make anything stronger. And in fact, it has the exact opposite effect. That's its entire intended purpose. Something very special to me as a LGBTQ individual. Oh, are you? No, I never would have thought you were a mentally ill person. And it's a chance to show everyone what we have to offer in terms of the diverse skill sets that we bring and the diverse ways of thinking we bring into the team. The diverse ways of thinking and the diverse skills. Yeah, you're you have diverse. See, what does that mean? Better? No, no, they're not better. They're diverse, different. I don't know. I don't think I want your thinking in the army. And what skills? You have diff. You have special skills and a way of thinking because you want to dress up and call yourself Rachel because you have a bizarre, mentally ill, sexual fetish. Do do you take me for an imbe- do you think I'm insane? Do you expect me you honestly you expect me to swallow this and act like no no that's totally that's totally fine and normal. No, I have self-respect. I have my dignity. I refuse to be humiliated and participate in what is obviously ridiculous. I will not do it. To make everything work better. Oh, I bet it does. I bet everything works so much better than it ever has. And, and, and it is, right? Everything is working better than ever. Oh, this is a real post. Her journey from battling depression and suicidal thoughts to embracing authenticity inspires us all. Does it? There was a post I saw today. Uh, it may take me a minute to find it because it was a while ago. And it was about, it was kind of about this and, you know, mental health and, and, and suicidal ideation and and transgender people and stuff like that. Except it had kind of a different take. If I can fucking find it. Oh my god. There it is. Let's check this. Now it's two posts laid on top of each other. For ease of, uh, you know, view. But uh, the top one says... I'll just read the first one. I'll you know, build the anticipation a little bit. It's on, it's on Twitter. Or it's on uh, Reddit, sorry. On LGBT. And everyone was very pumped about it. 7.8 thousand, you know, 
likes, so very awesome. I had bottom surgery yesterday. Everything went great, and now I'm done with the whole transitioning phase of being trans. Even bought myself a support shark to help me recover. Okay, how's that working out for you down the road? Oh, oh, your last post was you with a gun in your mouth and you committed suicide. Oh, I have no value as a human being and no value in the dating market. I even have no value as a cum dumpster. I just want to die. Everything is so painful. I hate having the feeling of needing to pee constantly and never being able to get rid of it. And worst of all, I hate having a hole just filled with hair. It's just a nightmare. The surgery has ruined my life up until the point where I found out uh, my inside is filled with hair. I had hope. Why did I? Oh, this is gross. If I'd done it sooner, I would most likely already be dead. They had to put me on medication after surgery to even keep me taking all my medications oh that's excellent uh it wasn't even hard to stop taking it it would even have it would even have been hard to keep taking it because of corona there's just no there's no help to get who needs their useless help anyway death is the only thing that helps they should just refuse to give us any medications or surgeries and just kill us instead people kill their pets all the time for the most stupid reasons possible and those pets had more value than we trannies do so why are we even alive Killing myself is the only right thing to do. Congratulations! You say there, you're saving lives. Yes, push, give children this lifestyle, M- mutilate their bodies, and put them into an irreversible downward spiral of doom. It's very good. It's very, very good. You're a hero. And then let's prop it up like it's a wonderful thing to be. Even though over 50% of people try to kill themselves, which is the, I think, the highest version or the highest uh, demographic of people that try to kill themselves in the world, I think it is. Oh, look, my pronouns are she and her. No, you're not. No, 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 you narcissist. No, no, you're not special. No, no, no. You have a fucking sexual fetish. There's a word for it. It starts with an A. I can't remember what it is. Men that want to dress and act like women and be called women. It's a sexual fetish. It's a recognized thing. They're just degenerates. Oh, and this Admiral Levine, like... (laughs) Imagine. Is this the whole thing? Oh, it's five minutes. I don't want to listen to five minutes of Tucker. Shut up and be proud of Admiral Rachel. (laughs) No, I don't think I will. <laughs> They're more concerned with this with this nonsense than fight on the on like on the doorstep of I mean I don't really think they're going to have World War 3. The Russians are too smart and the American our people are too stupid and I I just don't I I can't see it happening. It's like um I mean, you know, things could, could, I mean, you never know. Things could always get, you know, taken out of control. But it's like um, watching, you ever watch two people, or you ever watch like a drunk guy who's not a very good fighter try and fight a sober guy who is a really good fighter or like way stronger than the other? Like, it's just a mismatch, right? And the guy's, he's just not even trying to hurt him. He's just trying to do enough to just like, okay, that's enough. Settle down. Yeah, okay, okay. Like he's like, fuck you, and you're like, mm, yeah. And he's just kind of, you know, that's that's basically what this is. Um, 
there's no universe where the Russians are going to lose this war in Ukraine. It's impossible. Um, it will only end when Ukraine runs out of people, which I don't know how much longer that's going to take. But the weapons are unlimited, so they're going to keep buying and selling. All the weapons companies are making mad money to send stuff in there. We're for totally fine with spending all of our money to keep it going, apparently, and sending all of our weapons and all of our you know tanks and artillery. It's all been destroyed, and now we're just going to buy more and send more. It's just going to keep going, keep the slaughter going. And the Russian army is built for defense. It's been building to defend itself from a NATO invasion for fucking decades, and they've dug themselves in, and you're throwing wave after wave after wave of shit against an army built specifically to defend itself from you and getting massacred, 10,000 people a week in one week. Slava, we have to slava. This is a crime against humanity, and everyone supporting this is a criminal that should be in prison for life. These guys are being forced to their deaths and they have no choice. If they try to retreat or they refuse to go, they are murdered by their own commanders. I played a video the other the other night or on Friday, they throw a fucking Oh, you're not going? Grenade. He grenades his own men. They send them into into mined out death traps, landmines bracketed by artillery. There's helicopters you out of your range that can just dummy you with the missile. You can't even do anything about it. And they're like, doesn't matter, send more, and they're just sending them to their deaths. All of our guys know this. They know the situation's hopeless. And yet, we're going to keep going. We're going to keep pumping money into it because, hey, you know, we got a Slava. That's more of the conservatives being the champions of sanity and, uh, you know, nationalism and not being retarded. You know, the good guys, right? Gotta get the libs it! What's happening in Ukraine is worse than World War One, And I'm going to say this for, I don't know how many times I've said it, but I'm going to keep saying it until people grasp and understand how monumentally horrifying this is and evil this is and that we are contributing to this and everyone's fine with it, especially in the establishment. Those motherfuckers have so much blood on their hands, it's outrageous. It's like they should be put to death. There should be a fucking tribunal and it's like you're not fit to live. The amount of people you've helped kill is just between the uh, between the death and, and injury from the vaccines alone that you pushed and then suppressed people trying to get help that after you've harmed them, you make so they can't get help. You take their jobs away, fire doctors that could help them. And then at the same time, you're going to funnel our national resources, which are limited into a completely pointless human meat grinder for of which more Ukrainian casualties have been incurred by the Ukrainian forces than the United States of America has had fighting both Germany and the Empire of Japan in World War II at the same time. You heard me correctly. 500,000 is the estimated casualties of the, the nation of Ukraine fighting the Russian Federation right now. Half a million. That was the American casualty tally of all of World War II. So... Tell me again how we have to slava and send more Ukrainian people to their death for no reason. For absolutely no fucking reason at all. Just completely pointless. Standing there, ready to go on this line of departure. You gotta go forward, because if you go backward, they're gonna shoot you. If you go forward, they're gonna shoot you. You have no choice. You might as well shoot yourself. And why? Why does this Ukrainian teenager have to do this? Because PP said he has to slava. Go die! You have to slava! Canada sends its regards, Igor. Go kill each other. We're slavaing now. 
This is a fucking crime, and it's disgusting that there's nobody in this country calling fucking bullshit on this. Not fucking Rebel News, not fucking True North, nobody anywhere. CBC, Globe, hello? Does anybody want to talk about the fucking war crimes we're providing? I am saying it very loudly because I want it to be known that the stain on the national conscience, the guilt that is going to collectively be all deserved by so many people, I take no fucking share in whatsoever. From day one, I was against this fucking nonsense. And if it were up to me, we wouldn't have sent a dime. We wouldn't have sent a single fucking tire or a bullet. Nothing. I would have said, it's not our fucking business what goes on over there. That's between you guys. I'm not getting involved in your fucking nonsense and your shenanigans. Oh, is, oh, is the Biden family's making lots of money? I don't give a... F- Get the fuck out of here with this. I'm not going to condone this. Oh, but PP said Slava, though. So Slava, guys. Slava away. Send another 10,000 kids to their death. Good for you! You're a patriot! Yay! You use all of our money to do it. You can't fucking... You, oh, can you help out the people who lost all their homes in Tantalan? Nah, we don't. We'll give you 500 bucks, bye. We could send you more, but we fucking sent around to Ukraine, like. Oh, she's all gone, bye. We had to fucking slava, you know, so... Had to outfit a bunch of fucking 17-year-old kids and send them into fucking Russian artillery, boy. Had to do her. Well, guts to Slava. Guts to Slava, boy. You're a, you're a monster. You're a monster. How in the fuck can you have the power to speak out about what's happening there and not do it? Because Slava, because politics. You're fucking radioactively gross. I feel like I would catch something being near, you know, I had to fucking touch him for a picture. I should fucking cut this hand off. I should get me a French migrant. (laughs) Come and cut my hand off. I don't know if I'm infected. Gots to slava, boy. Gots to do that. It's madness. It's completely insane. There's no tactical reason. That whole war is a joke. It's horrible. It's absolutely... It's one of the worst things, man. And, like, when the documentaries get made someday, because there's been a lot of footage and taken, and there's been a lot... Like, the movies will get made, and the books will be written. That war is going to be... Is going to just blow away the senseless pointlessness of World War One. It's going to be worse. And we helped. We, we helped make sure that happened. People flying Ukrainian flags thinking they're helping. Sending off tens of hundreds of millions of dollars. Sending in artillery cannons so more kids can die. They can't possibly win. This just ensures more people are going to die. And they do. And they have. And they're going to keep going until there's no one left. There's going to be no one left in Ukraine. Maybe we'll get to see... Hey, do you guys think we'll get down to fucking... Uh, Germany desperation levels. You think we'll start seeing 14 year Oh, we have. I did see one video. The kid looked to be about 14, 15 on a mortar tube. Are we going to get to see 10-year-olds and 12-year-olds with Kalashnikovs because we have to Slava? 
Is that our brave? Is that how we're being brave? We're slavaing, are we? Is that what we're doing, conservatives? You fucking murdering bastards! How many people do you think you're you're indirectly? You, like, do you hold you hold some karmic guilt in killing because you said nothing and you you could have between all of the un, the, the vaccination injuries and deaths, right? Because they don't exist because we got to get the libs out because five D chess, bro. And then also all the fucking senseless, pointless mayhem and and you know <laughs> bloodlust that's happening in Ukraine. Sense, I mean, they're getting killed at a rate of ten to one. But you didn't say anything about that either because also Slava and, you know, current thing. And we got to get the libs out in 5D chess. You're disgusting. You have no soul. I hope you don't believe in hell because you're going, you're definitely going there. Jenstein uh, says, Cosby, Phil, he calls him the goat. I know, disrespectful. And Klaus hanging tonight. Cosby, Phil, and Klaus. Who's Klaus? Klaus. Cosby. Blood for blood, he says. Thank you very much, sir. You're and yeah, CRJ's doing that. You're always doing this. Uh, one dollar, Bob. You always got to one up him. Oh, Doctor Jenstein, you sweet summer child. Oh, now they're gonna fight. They're gonna. <laughs> That's okay. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Um, I did want to show you some art, though. Hey, you guys like art? I I do. I <laughs> I don't really. Uh, sometimes. But uh, some art is different than others. Some of it is uh, maybe conceptual or you're going to have to think about it a little harder than others or <laughs> something. But um, there is an artist. Where is this? I wonder if I should show you this first. Yeah. Now I'll just show you this little video. This is neat. I want to play the whole. It's five minutes. I'm not going to go the whole thing. I'll shave off a little bit here for time. But uh, again, one of the many things to suggest that maybe, just maybe, perhaps, in theory, ostensibly, potentially, vaguely, like a nebulous cloud, a scent, a scent, a hint, just a touch of maybe, a oh, a glimmer. Is that? Could it be? That there is some truth to the racially motivated hate programming that has been happening over the past decades and is culminating in the end game uh, that has now befallen France, where they're, uh, you know, it's the best days are not yet to come, France. And there's an interesting thing uh, painted on the bottom of the Eiffel Tower uh, by this artist, who again is. Uh, Apparently very close friends with the Rothschild family, the Rothschild banking dynasty family, you know, the uh, that Rothschild family. And they've been uh, long. I mean, it's a conspiracy theory. Again, of course, it's Canada. So that I mean, the law dictates you must say this, that it's a conspiracy theory that people like the Rothschild family are engaged in um, like this kind of insane um you know, vendetta and, and, and mission to destroy white people that they fund all these initiatives and all of these, like, where do, where do you think the, uh, the people get these ideas and who paid for them? Who paid for these institutions and these, you know, these, these little clubs and these movements and these, I mean, that's just a rumor. This, that's a, that's a, that's, that's what the, the anti-Semitic conspiracy theory is, obviously. That's what, anyway. And this is just something that's unrelated. This is a cute little video about nothing. 
So he's, you know, that's him. He's going to paint. Cleon Peterson. What you painting, Cleon? Oh, neat. Under the Eiffel Tower, of all places. The Endless Sleep Mural, that's what it's called. Really? It does seem to be what it's promoting. Hmm. We'll have to see some more evidence. One is painted over top of the other, if you'll notice. This could be a coincidence. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. Could be a coincidence. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. Oh, and he did make them a boat? He's extremely proud to work with Arian and Benjamin de Rothschild. What did you do for them? Paint some more art in your unique style. Hey, he has. So he's painted them this neat little boat. It just goes on with the boat for a while, but it's um interesting. There's a mural of what looks like, yeah, that, and on the and they seem to be coming after what looks like a naked portrayal of a white woman holding the world in her hand. It's interesting. It, you know, it's art, right? There it is. See? That's, you know, his unique style. It's just his style. He's got an interesting... St- so he's got an interesting style. It's a... It's a... It's an... It's art. It's a style of art. It's, you know... It's not like... Oh, well, let's look at some of his other artwork. You know? I mean, this is just probably... Maybe it's... Who knows how many coincidences that there could be. Oh, there's some... Oh, he's got some other art. Other... Okay, other... Oh. Well, that's... um. This is pretty on the nose, isn't it? This is just uh, clearly... <laughs> white people being butchered by blacks with machetes. Oh. That's a rape, it seems to have happened. That's a naked woman, this man shielding her baby. There's some beheadings happening and some raping. Oh, that's neat. This is interesting art. There's another beheading. They're holding a severed head. That's cool. It's art, though, you know? I mean, you gotta like art. And Yeah, some stabbing. Good st- Who doesn't like a good stabbing? Okay? This is the guy that painted under the Eiffel Tower. He- oh, that's good. Begging for your life, right? As you're about to be bu- killed. And then- oh, more, more killing. More raping. Interesting. He has a theme. He has a theme. I'll give him that. He's sticking with it. He's found a theme and he's he's sticking with it. And it's rape and murder and and genocide. It looks like hanging from a tree and sta- oh, interesting. Wow. And more rape and more killing and yeah. This is oh, I don't know what this is. There's a head on the ground. This is like are they in a pit or something? They seem to be begging for their lives. That's a good one. Oh, and that, that guy had his dick cut off, if you saw that. Let's see what's going on there. Yeah, more... Okay, so I... Okay, maybe I spoke too soon. Maybe this guy is, is insane. He might be deliberately a very 
It's like this this might be I'm not saying it for sure is, but it might be an evil painting. It might be. This might be a racially motivated revenge fantasy. There's horses. The horses are even getting in on the killing now. Huh. Okay. Yes, yeah, a lot of naked people being killed and butchered and raped and anyway. Cool. I thought you guys would like to see. I mean, that's just cool, right? That's that's enriching. Again, more. I mean, the riches that France is experiencing now. So you know, it's. Uh, I just I just thought you guys. I noticed it was an interesting style of art. I thought it was. Thought it was interesting, right? Who doesn't like art? <laughs> Uh, Michael, how are you doing? He says, uh, Canada needs a leader who will hold these criminals responsible, and I know a guy. I'll bring back capital punishment for the pedos and traitors, arm the Christians, and deport the criminals. If only that's how it works, but it isn't. There is no... This is going to... Like, France is going to happen. It's not, Well, I mean, it's already happened to them, but that's, that's very likely going to be the situation uh, in a lot of places because these patterns and these trends... It's too late. It can't be undone now you want to see how people uh go to bed in south africa i mean i talk about this sometimes and, and people are like they act like it's not real i'm like do you have any fucking clue how bad it is in south africa do you have any idea this guy uploaded a video of like this is just his nightly routine of going to bed and this is what th- this is what he does check this out going to bed south africa style when coming into your house make sure the electric fence is on spikes are set front door is chained security motion light is activated an interior padlock is set behind the metal doors. <laughs> then coming into the house, dude's got like make sure that your baton and mace is by the front door. Mm. Front door is locked. And no guns, not allowed. Remember. And also, the alarm is set. Mm. Now it's night, night time, South Africa style. Okay. How's it where you are? Uh, not that bad, but I mean, maybe you're in Paris, and now it it probably is that bad. So you know, just three layers of security. He's got a security system, an inner cordon, and an outer cordon, and a, and a walled-in compound with razor wire on the top. <clears throat> That's how you have to sleep there. And why? Because roaming gangs of psychos will kill you and steal all of your shit because you're a white colonizer. There, that's been happening down there forever. They've been butchering people forever. I don't even know what the numbers are. It's insane. They were like boiling children alive in front of their parents and doing psychotic like. I, I don't even want to get it. I don't even want to describe it, but it's like some of the most heinous, brutal violence I've ever, you know. So there's, that's why. That's why they live like that because that's how scary it can get down there, you know. So we should be. We should do more of that. We should. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. Here's the, well, you know, the education program in. What are the the migrant kids uh, doing in France? Maybe they're. Oh. Oh no. oh, he's doing, doing the gun hands and the okay, so he's he's having fun. He's learning. Okay, that's good. He's starting young. He's starting early. That's good. You want to see that. You want you want to see kids involved with their parents, you know, and and getting involved with what they uh what they like to do. Um Someone else uh, came across this, which I thought was interesting. Um, I didn't know if I ever read this um, from Aristotle, but not surprising because people were not retarded back then. And it uh, talks about the well, how does it how is it pronounced? Philia, which is kind of the the 
like the like the connectedness of a people, like the unity, like the cohesion uh, of of a group, right? Uh, so anyway, here it says. Uh, Aristotelian concept signifying friendship, ethno-cultural consensus between members of the same city. For Aristotle, democracy is possible only within homogenous ethnic groups, while despots have always reigned over highly fragmented societies. A multi-ethnic society is thus necessarily anti-democratic and chaotic, for it lacks philia. I don't even know. I have no idea if I'm pronouncing that right. It could be pilia. I don't know. Fucking Greeks. They're weird. They, you know. Says this profound flesh and blood fraternity of citizens, you know the the bond, right? The brotherhood. Tyrants and despots divide and rule. They want to. They want the city divided by ethnic rivalries. The indispensable condition for ensuring a people's sovereignty accordingly resides in its unity. Ethnic chaos prevents all philia from developing. Knowing that, hearing that. And recognizing that Aristotle was a fairly smart guy, you know, he had some ideas, a lot of good ones. And uh, he seems to think that ruling interest people that are, you know, trying to divide and conquer and rule see that, uh, you know, this would be a very helpful tool in helping them achieve doing that. So all of a sudden, everyone needs to be very multicultural. Uh Uh-huh. In fact, it's... uh, an indispensable condition for ensuring a people's sovereignty accordingly resides in its unity. Are we very unified? No. No, we're not. And we're being more divided every day, and they're widening the gap every day, and the mass migration is going to make it so it is impossible to avoid the outcome. It's impossible. It's too late. So uh, you best uh, – this is why people, you know, the, the, as they say, the tribe and train model, these guys. You get, find your guys and get, get in shape and make it a habit of, you know, networking with each other, spending time with each other and doing things as a group and holding each other accountable and being in shape. You don't have to be a fucking killing machine and like a martial arts fucking whiz or whatever. But the martial component of that and that kind of thing, like getting together to do like, you know, kickboxing, boxing, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, whatever, weightlifting, something kind of – you know, traditionally, you know, martially related in the in this in the you know, you know, manly you know combat sense of you know of the thing of the of the the attitude, I suppose, uh, to kind of you know keep that alive and keep, and make that part of your life and make that part of your you know attitude because if you're if this if you're in a place uh, you're in Calgary or Edmonton or Toronto or Vancouver and you're by yourself and you're out of shape and overweight, you remember you saw that guy on Friday. He was, hilariously, it turns out he was someone that was part of a refugees welcome organization, bringing these these fucking, you know, maniacs into the country. And he's getting beaten and chased around the street. He couldn't even run away. He was too fat. So, number one, you're not going to be able to defend your family or your neighborhood with your buddies if you're like, oh, shit, I didn't have time. You're just going to, you don't rise to the occasion. You sink to the level of your training. That's something we would repeat all the time in the military. You don't just suddenly are all about it. That doesn't happen. When the fucking pressure's on, you're gonna you're gonna fall back to whatever you're able to do. And if it's nothing, you're gonna do nothing. That that you want that to be you. So you're not not only are you not gonna be able to do uh, help participate in like defending your community from God knows what could happen as this spirals out of control. For especially if you're in France, right? You're not gonna be able to defend your family. You won't even be able to escape. But if you get cornered, you can are you gonna fight your way out of that or run away? No, I'm 400 pounds. Well, now you're just gonna be a victim. Right, unless you're on the right team, you know this guy. This this guy didn't have much of a problem. 
Ferry singled him out. And if you thought, like, hey, I'm not trying to be mean, but I do have a I do have a problem with like real like really huge fat people. They really piss me off. And and obese people piss me off and like, you know, just for I'm not gonna get into it again. <laughs> right. But I'm not li- they love their oils and their creams and they're they need them. They need and look at this. Look at this. <laughs> He's looting all of the oils, and, cr- and he's like 400 and some pounds. Look at this thing. That's what he's looting. That's what this migrant has... Because he's just a poor refugee. He's <laughs> out with the rest of them, just stealing. And he's chosen to loot the fucking cooking oils and creams and sauces. Because he's a fat fuck! Yeah! Yeah, go put it into your gullet, you fucking dumpster... Ba- oh, my God. Well, at least, you know, when the police come looking for him, he's not going to get for her. So if they do, but they don't, they'll just maybe probably go looking for it. They are arresting the nationalist guys, right? That's what they are arresting them. They're not going after those guys. There's just, there's just VBIDs going off, right? This is how, and this is how it starts. Like this, this is just somewhere, a street in France. Last night or night before. This is, this could be outside your house, man. Or your apartment building. And they end up like, so you got a bunch of French guys on one side and a bunch of rioting mi- over here. And they're like, fa- like this is crazy, right? They've got, they've got gangs of friends they brought with them. Don't you worry about that. Who do you got? Do you know anybody? How many friends you got? Are they in shape? Can they fight? You see why this could be a problem? So... By the time something like this happens, if you're like, oh, no, I'll just wait till then. It's too late. If you don't already have these things set up, if you don't already have these connections, you're not already taking care of yourself and healthy and strong and put yourself in a good position, it's too late now. You're just hiding in one of these buildings hoping it fucking goes away somehow and you can escape somehow. You know. You're going to sink to the level of whatever you've got ready to do. So that's cool. I mean, you know, France is, it's good over there. It's an, again, how rich was that? That was a very enriching experience, I'm sure. Right? So that's what you want. And, you know, these poor, and again, the poor migrants, they're so, and they're, they're enriching so much. And you remember the other day when they were protesting uh, and all the cops came and beat them up because they all just, they took these brand new, they all had brand new tents somehow from somewhere. All of a sudden somebody had given them tents. I don't know who would have. Where they would all get these brand new identical tents from a fucking camping store all at once at the same time. Some kind of NGO organization outside the purview of the French government probably uh, provided them somewhere. But anyway, they, they wanted a place to live, right? So, you know, it makes sense to just burn down all the places to live. Just burning apartment buildings. And- One of the firemen was killed yesterday. 24 years old while he was putting out a fire he was murdered because that's France now that's just how it is now this isn't going to stop this is part and parcel this is diversity this is this is multiculturalism this is the end result this isn't a glitch or a hiccup this isn't like oh well it was going well until it was the co it was the lot this was always what was meant to happen and they've uh, these books that we were talking about these they're not made up. 
They've talked about this for decades, going back to the 60s, about how they're going to do this and how they're going to work. And this is exactly what they said they would do. Now there's people getting lynched in the streets. I mean, it's pretty obvious to me. You want to see some more artwork by some famous, you know, uh, artist who's bankrolled by a fucking Rothschild banking dynasty to to illuminate, to maybe give you a hint as to where their fucking attitudes are? 24-year-old French firefighter killed on the job while putting out a fire started by the rioters in Saint-Denis, uh, district of Paris, last night. I thought I didn't have the guy's name, but. Police stations are on fire. That's good. They're even, uh, just so you know, almost, they tried to cook off a little uh, sympathy party in Montreal uh, yesterday as well. This was in Montreal in Canada. They had a little, they got a little cranky over there. Interesting. Why would they do that? What do they have to do with France, huh? What do the migrants in Quebec have to do with the migrants in France? Could it? And, and it's funny watching conservatives try to like wrap their heads around this and not understand. Like, well, why the hell? Because they're missing that piece of what's tying all this together. They don't. They don't see it. They don't have any idea this. The undercurrent of this whole uh, what the attitude is and where all this is all coming from. The anti-white agenda. The anti-white racism is everywhere, and um, it's created this world now where there's the the oppressor and the oppressed, and it's the the white people of the world are the oppressors, and everyone else is the oppressed. And this this same um, cultural phenomenon, this social engineering, has been happening all over the Western world for decades, and it's 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 bubbling up to the surface everywhere now. At the same time, the end, you know. Uh, Jenstein, oh, Jenstein fires back, says, for another tub of mayo, CRJ, I have the next skull to hide in there. That's creepy. If I get a jug of mayo with a skull in it, you guys can never hang out. I don't think that's a good idea. Jenstein, where are you? I know he's, I don't want to tell you where he is either. I don't, don't cross the streams. This, the, this, that can never happen. St. Maurice Bear says, I haven't seen a single rainbow patch on the French police in the riots. Well, that's probably why the country's out of control. You just solved it. That's the problem. I didn't know that. He's in your town. What? Jenstein and CRJ live in the same place. I hope that's not true. It's because they didn't have rainbow path. They didn't virtue signal enough about the gay, and that's why everything's... I knew it. I should have sw- I should have known that's why. I should have known. Uh, Greg, what's up? Uh, Greg Wycliffe says, great art review. Thanks so much. Very interesting. That's what I'm saying. I thought it was a very, you know... It was illuminating. There were so many themes covered. I liked the, specifically the part of the raping and the killing, and then there was the killing and the raping. And some of it was just raping and just killing, and some of it was raping and killing and killing while raping and raping while killing. It was very... I mean, there was so much to take in. It was really gave me a lot to think. I'm going to have to... I'm thinking about writing something. I might write... Substa- it's going to be a long one, though. 12,000 words? 15,000 words? I'm very inspired by it. I have a lot of thoughts. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get them all out just in... Pa- I may have to do an interpretive dance to go along with it. Upload that. 15,000 word substack. And Jesus Christ, I've, you know what? Part of me just wants to give $10,000 to, to BLM at the same time just to really round it out. Just to really round out how inspired I was from that wonderful uh, art! Wonderful art that was that's there underneath the Eiffel Tower by that uh, wonderful artiste. 
Synthetic. How are you, sir? He says, my beautiful queen is South African. She could tell you some shit. I was, it's funny enough that I, uh, at the, um, you know, gathering we had uh, the other day, Morgan and I, there's a woman there. Uh, her husband is South African. Isn't that funny? What's with all these people with South African spouses? <laughs> it was the only way to get out, you know? <laughs> it was this or we die. Live in the now and enjoy every moment while you have it. Yeah, you have to. You really have to. Because we don't know how much worse this is going to get. And it seems, it looks like it's going to get a lot worse over the next 20 to 40 years. Uh, Tassos Platus says those fucking Greeks knew a thing or two. They did! They did seem to know things. I mean, we study them in university and stuff still to this day. I mean, I don't because I'm retarded, but, um, you know, people do. Other people have. Jenstein says, CRJ and I spawns of Picton. What? Don't say things like, do you have any? I'm under so many, so much surveillance. We can't be having Pictons. Well, don't, don't tell that chick on TikTok. She thought Dahmer was bad. Don't tell her about Picton. Don't tell her about that guy. Don't tell her about fucking... <laughs> that fucking guy was fucked up. What was his name? I'm just so beautiful and stunningly good looking. I'm just unbelievably breathtakingly handsome. Oh, uh, Luca Magnata. You remember that fucking psycho? He chopped up that fucking ch- that, uh, Chinese guy and then fucked his torso. Like, chopped his arms and legs and head off and fucked it and put it on the internet, videotaped it all, and then mailed his body parts to politicians. And then he went on the run. They caught him because he was looking at articles of himself at an internet cafe in, in, in France, I think, or Germany, somewhere like that. Oh, good. Good time, you know. He probably has a bank account. <laughs> Does Luca Magnata still have a bank account? I bet he does. Not Morgan, not me, not anybody that, uh, not anyone that, not Morgan, not me, not anyone that rides with we, or you shall be debanked for thee. I don't know. I ran, I ran out of rhymes. Sorry. I'm not Eminem. Thank God. <laughs> Make sure you don't, especially speaking of Michigan, coincidentally, Eminem better not fucking misgender anybody because you know what? You're fucking going to prison now in Michigan. Well, the bill is going to make it. I'm sure it'll pass. Hate speech bill would make using wrong pronouns a felony with a $10,000 fine in prison time. Would cause, uh, criminalize someone feeling threatened by words, including misusing someone's desired pronouns. Oh, look, and another dumb white liberal woman is at the, oh, this just keeps happening. Not more than five years. Wow, so you could get five years in prison for misgendering Dylan Mulvaney in Michigan. <laughs> Gender identity and sexual is a yeah. So they're going to outlaw this, right? So so fighting this, and they're trying to do this everywhere. It's always the same. They're not. I mean, it's funny. It's a threat to our democracy. They don't want democracy. They want a dictatorship. They want to just. You're going to do what we want, and we're going to force you to it. And if you don't do it, we'll pass laws to make you do it. Um, The Supreme Court in the United States recently voted down, I think, forgiving student loan debt, which would have been, (laughs) like, an insane amount of money, right? All right, your loans are all just forgiven. Hey, man. I mean, I called. I looked into it. I did. Uh, The bank. And they they said... uh, 
There's no more money. We don't need money anymore. So we're gonna give out crackers. I'm gonna go to the. I'm gonna go to the, the store. And I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get crackers for everybody, and I'm gonna give them out. And it's it's gonna be great. And that's and that's gonna be money now. <laughs> I don't know how he's. Anyway, they uh, they shot it down. So she's just like, well, we should just get rid of the Supreme Court then. <laughs> and that's her new campaign. Courts. If they were to proceed without any check on their power, without any balance on their power, uh, then we will start to see... They are a check and balance on power. That's why the Supreme Court exists. Undemocratic and, frankly, dangerous authoritarian expansion of... It's, again, there's Dunning-Kruger again. This stupid bitch is one of the absolute dumbest representatives of the American people in history. Maybe number one. I, I, I cannot think of anyone who is as a as a member of Congress, governor, president, senator, who is dumber than this woman, and that she's up there talking about these concepts like she has any fucking clue is just I mean, it's over, guys. Like there was there was never gonna be an announcement. There was never gonna be a, a, a fireworks display, there was never gonna be a you know you're going to get the color bars like this is a message from the president of the United States and they're going to be like all right guys we're officially a, we're officially a dead country we're on the way out it's all we're fucking we're braced for impact essentially right the bottom's falling out and things are going to hell in a handbasket and there's nothing you can do so just start prepping if you haven't already cuz it's going to get worse it's just going to gradually get worse and 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 you're going to go oh my god how much worse can it get and people are like, man, when shit hits the fan, it's like shit hits the fan every day in a little bit worse. That's that's how it goes. There's not going to be a big of, you know, I mean, we just did. I mean, COVID was probably the craziest thing they've pulled in my lifetime for sure. 9-11 was pretty bad, but COVID was worse as far as the power grab goes. There's, you know, it's just going to keep getting incrementally worse because they know how to run this program without, you know, uh, alarming and, and frightening the animals, making them, you know, scurry about and having to bring them back into the corral, send the sheepdogs out to regather the fucking stupid dumb sheep, and then funnel them into the slaughterhouse. You don't want to, you don't want to work them up too much. We got to impeach the Supreme Court. We get some because they didn't do what I wanted, so we got to get rid of them. Right. Good. These people. Ah, maybe if we got enough crackers, we can we can make the sun. We can get to get rid of the sun. We can block it out. We can do it. We can get rid of the sun. Biden admin supports blocking out the sun to stop climate change. Of course, it does. Offers support for study of solar radiation modification. They're not insane, guys. Come on, we live in a we live in a cartoon, and you and you know. Oh, I hope we don't have World War Three with the Russians. The Russians are just putting these drunk, senile, old, retarded communists to bed. I really and the Chinese too. Like they're grown ups. You ever like listen to them talk amongst themselves about the things that are going on in the world? You should. It's very interesting. It's like listening to grown ups talk because that is what's happening. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's wild. Like these people are not going to get dragged into some nonsense. To I don't know. Maybe they're going to try and force them to. They've they've been able to do this in the past. You know, people in the past have been able to uh, somehow been able to force war on people when they didn't want it, even though they didn't want war. It still it still happened. No one wanted it. Everyone was against it, and somehow it still happened. It's like a magic trick, you know. 
So, you know, maybe, but you know, we'll see. But for now, the, the report notes the White House released a report to Congress late on Friday that indicates that the administration is open to studying the possibility that altering sunlight might quickly cool the planet. Gee, do you think? Guys, do you think if the sun's rays couldn't, you know, hit the earth that it would get colder? Like, I know, hear me out. Hear me out. Come on, Jack. Here, I mean, think, think about it. Think about it. Think about it. The sun is hot, and you get outside, and you, and you get sunburned. And, and, if, and if there's no sun, then it won't get burned. So if it's the sun, the sun is, is, cook, is cooking the planet. It's cooking up the whole planet. So we get rid of the sun, and there'll be no sun. And then every, every day, we can have pe- peanut, butter, peanut butter jam sandwiches. We can eat them. And I can, I can poop in my pants every day. I do it every day. And nobody knows. Nobody knows that I do that. And I'm up here and I wander around. I don't know where I am. I don't know who I am. I think I think I'm Optimus Prime. Oh, I guess I guess so. America's satisfied with that, and, and no one's no one's reaching for the emergency button. I mean, that's proof, man. Who raise your hand if you think the president or the prime minister is actually in charge of anything? Who thinks that? Who actually thinks these people have the power to make real things happen? Real change. They can just do it and not get killed immediately. Like, if that was true, if this guy was as powerful as he's alleged to be and he's the you know the figurehead or whatever, do you think the American people and the power apparatus wouldn't look at him with total terror every day, not knowing what the fuck is going to come out of his mouth and what he's going to do next? He would be imp- he would be gone. He would be replaced with someone. Of course, obviously. But it's not a problem. They don't mind it. They don't care because he's he doesn't matter. Meaning someone else is in charge. It's not him. But sure, let's talk about blocking out the sun. I mean, they're insane. They're completely out of their minds. Oh. I need a I need a drink of water. I'm thirsty. How are you guys doing? I've been yelling for two hours. Amino acids get the job done. Tropical Rocket says everyone on the left understands the MIC is evil and colonial. Everyone on the right understands we are being invaded to destroy our civilization. Wish people would understand they're both right. In a sense, yeah, they're just easily manipulated, aren't they? Dr. Genstein, thank you, sir. He says, artists. Artists. CRJ, I quite enjoyed that Magnata Asian chow mein. Tasted chicken-ish. That's, of all the things you said, that's one of the least disturbing somehow. Just to eat the chow and die. Shut up and die. Just die. Genstein says that shit is evil, man. 
and he sends it for Morgan. Thank you very much, sir. I'll have to feed her. And Chet Chisholm says, when your grand plan to save the world is the exact same as an evil plot from Mr. Burns, then you might not be the good guys, and your plan might be a terrible, terrible idea that will get us all killed. Maybe that's the point. I feel like they're just playing with things now, just trying to see how crazy they can make it, how bananas this can get. Oh, 5G microwave bursts. Yeah. What else? I got that uh, Keith Wood threads is real interesting. Um yeah, you know, the migrants are, it's its important, right? We want diversity, and we need to be enriched. And I think, um, you know, it's kind of like a dating show. It's like coming up next, you know, the next, who's on the next boat? We've seen, listen, guys, you've seen what the last boats have brought. You've seen all those boats. You've seen those migrants. But coming up on season, well, it's France, so I don't know. What are we going to say? Season 24 of Multicultural Diverse Melting Pot Enrichment and Is Our Strength. Uh, introducing this season's contestants coming to France by way of boat. We've got uh, we've got Jamal and Ishmael here, who are very excited. They are very excited to be coming to France. Clearly in a great mood. I'm excited for them. I'm looking forward to see what they can do. Once they hit the field, I think they're going to be great players. I think they're going to be a great addition to team, to team oppressed. Once team oppressed gets these guys on the field, I think they're going to they're going to really uh, I think you're going to see some wonderful diversity happen. You want it? I got a, a joke here. Check this out. The CEO of United Airlines. Last month, the CEO, he announced of all the hiring for all the new pilots that are coming up this year, all the hiring for the new pilots, the main focus is going to be diversity. What? (laughs) Diversity? Not the best pilots you can find? (laughs) The ones with the most hours and experience? Nope, diversity. I don't know about you, but I'm sick and tired of flying all the time with these white pilots landing safely and on time. <laughs> Boring. The CEO. Right. United- it's not exciting and enriching like France. It's not fun, right? It's, it is boring. It's boring and stupid. We want, we want more diverse airplanes. And, you know, some of them are just blowing up. Some of them are just having heart attacks on the plane, you know, which adds an element of excitement, so it's a little less boring. So there's some of that. What else is the government up to? Speaking of people's hearts exploding, if you may have felt, and there's a chance, especially if you're in, well, Canada for sure, because this is an absolute nightmare state. This is the gayest, like I said, 80% to 90% of the people here are gay. I mean, they are it, the, the amount of rainbows and tolerance and, you know, monkeypox, and people just, you know, they're always doing stuff to their asses. It's very gay here. Um, but especially during the, during the pandemic, they really, really came down hard on people. And some, some felt like they were being gaslit and intimidated and even, you know, threatened into coercion in, into getting these uh, mRNA gene therapy injections. You may have felt like that, but that doesn't mean... Well, I mean, it did happen. They admit 
that a government advertisement tapped into fear, the ad agency admits. Admitted to using a fear-based approach to encourage vaccination and an advertisement completed for the province's Ministry of Health. No way! Are you telling me they were trying to scare people into falling in line? That's crazy! Who could have seen that coming? Brown Communications Group, which created the campaign, recently said on its website that it targeted people who were vaccine-hesitant or resistant by tapping into a base potential fear of how their status could affect their lives. At the time of the campaign, those who feared the, the virus and those who were com- community-minded had already received the vaccine. That's why appealing to our audience's altruism or sense of greater good wasn't going to be effective. Rather, we needed to focus on how individuals could be affected moving forward. They, take it or else we'll hurt you, right? Remember, that was the strategy. They threatened people, and they followed through on their threats. We're being debanked. People are being imprisoned. The licenses are being taken away. You're being fired from your job, kicked out of school. Your life was destroyed. But we have to slava, and we have to get the limbs out. Powerful paychecks, and I want a carbon tax. And blah, blah, blah. I want to see what this looks like on the inside of... down to Mexico! I don't, I'm not a fan of that guy. They strategized if someone's vaccination status began affecting their social life, travel plans, or entertainment. That could be the final motivation needed to get on board. So we tapped into a potential fear of half, most of the people I know that didn't want to get it, which is everyone, said, oh, well, I was going to lose this or I wouldn't be able to do that and I wouldn't be able to. They were intimidated into it. So, it's good. Just so you know where you live, what kind of place this is, what kind of people they are, you know, how they how they deal with things. Good stuff. Good time. Real, real important. Real helpful. Let's see how they treated the military. You remember this? But we have to slava. Maybe we can send these guys. If you're still in the military, I, I'm going to assume that you have no self-respect. I'm going to assume that's the case, that you just hate yourself and feel like your life is worth nothing and you're and you're worth nothing. You have no you place no real value on you as a human being. That's what I'm going to assume if you're still in the army. Which I mean I felt like that in the army, so I mean I totally I get it. It's very bad and um it's not a good thing, but I'm assuming that's who's left in here because this is the situation. Now they're going to ask these guys to go in Slava and and die for Slava. Eventually, we're probably going to commit troops to this. And uh, many Canadians have already been killed in in Ukraine. Did you know that? Volunteers and so and such. How many? We don't know. The government won't say. But in the meantime, uh, here's a couple of stories. Uh, and you may remember, I t- I I, uh, I broke a couple of these because these guys reached out to me. And I put it on Instagram, and it got a lot of traction real fast. And then they, being CTV News, raced to the base to find out if it was true. And they found out that it was. This is from uh, Linda Slobodin. 
at the Western Standard, the respect we owe our troops and the government that wouldn't honor it. She says uh, the Army superiors and their lackeys aren't worthy of polishing the boots of the vaccine-opposed military personnel they ganged up on, tormented, threatened, and literally tortured. Couldn't agree more, Linda. Catherine Christensen with Edmonton's Valor Legal Action Center said the 329 plaintiffs she's representing in a lawsuit over the military's mandatory policy are victims of malicious and unlawful acts. Summaries of the stories in the statement of claim filed in court indicate members from all military branches were targeted by sometimes sadistic, uniformed thugs devoid of honor. Defendants in the lawsuit include, oh, Wayne's getting sued. I fucking hope they take you for everything you got, you egg-headed communist fucking traitor. Minister of Defense, Anita, Vice Defense Chief. Uh, Lieutenant General Francis Allen, Surgeon General Major General J.G.M. Bilodeau, and Judge Advocate General Rear Admiral Genevieve Bernaches. Whatever. I hope, they, I hope they ruin all of your lives. The actions demanding one million damages in, for each plaintiff, that's very low. That's nothing. They lost their careers. So what about the lifetime of war? I mean, some of these people are corporals. They could have had 15 years ahead of them, 20 years. It's worth a lot more than a million bucks. And this is what they're adding. It's like, no, no, five million apiece. But there's 329 of them. You're lucky there's not 3,029 of them. There could be. There should be. Anyway, and an acknowledgement that the CAF violated their Canadian Charter rights. They 100% did, and everything James Top did was entirely honorable. And that's why, among the actual veterans of the military, the actual guys that actually served for real and like did the business and did it for a long time, regular force units on the pointy end of the fucking military, the guys that had to bury their friends and live with these things and try not to, and you know, were the guys that kill themselves and have to live with that and all, you know, the, the real guys. Not some fat piece of shit who scrambled eggs for five minutes playing make-believe during Desert Storm. Your opinion is worth that much. You know whose opinions I value much more? On the warrior ethos and what it means and what we should do and who we should follow. Is somebody like James Top? Is somebody like Daryl Smith? Is somebody like the countless amount of people in vet- Veterans for Freedom who have numerous deployments, special forces operators, three, four, five tours, 30 years in? Tier one fucking assaulters. These guys are like the, the best that we have. Yeah, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to side with all of that over a couple of fat guys who are LARPing as veterans. Yeah, no, you don't matter. Your fucking opinions are dog shit. If you're standing up going, I'm actually, bro, and over here is a bunch of fucking uh, commandos, yeah, no, you should sit the fuck down. Everyone knows that. That's just how it is. Nobody, nobody stops and gets out of the way when the reserve cook battalion shows up on the fucking parade square, okay? Nobody's, nobody's make, make a hole, make a hole. Nobody's making a hole for Clayton. That's not happening. <laughs> As much as you want to be, you're you're a clown, you know? Let's listen to some of this wonderful shit that happened. Sergeant Francesco Qualiza, an analyst at the Canadian Joint Operations Command Joint Targeting and Effects, applied for an exemption and submitted documentation outlining the potential risk of the vaccines. His partner was vaccine injured. It was dismissed as, quote, nonsense, and he was told the charter is irrelevant. Nice. Uh, said he, she has a smoking gun of communications proving 
the chief of defense staff, communist egg fuckhead traitor Wayne Iyer, took direction from the prime minister. So he's just following orders from the prime minister, like a good soldier, like a good little fucking boy. You're a politically compromised weasel. You're the Benedict Arnold of Canada. You're the abs- You're the worst. You should be infamous of all for all. I mean, Canada's not going to exist as a country for probably. I mean, ten years is pushing it, right? But when the book is closed on, you know what Canada was. You were the guy that presided over its murder. You stood there and watched it get gutted, and you helped. You held the knife. Good for you. You're a good guy. She says, sadly, the powerful ones who made life hell for an estimated three to 4,000 members who didn't want to get vaccinated for religious or health reasons had a lot of help from bullies in the trenches. Yep. Uh, one guy, Infantier Corporal Joshua McCullough, says he was forced to stay in an unheated tent in November 2021. This is what I was talking about. With other unvaccinated members, they were told they could have heat if they took the jab. Live out there in the freezing cold, and I'm forcing you to, and you get to freeze until you decide that you got your mind right. Corporal Frederick Villeneuve Normand alleges he was physically and psychologically punished by his CO and his MWO by being forced to stand outside in severe winter conditions without shelter or adequate care for three months in the winter of 2021-22. His peers were encouraged to ridicule him from inside the building, and then the pathetic losers did. He lost a tremendous amount of weight and still has physical and mental health issues. Good stuff. Corporal Kyle Corvo describes being kicked out of his base apartment with one day's notice the same day his pay was stopped. Corvo also denied medical care for a serious head injury because he was unvaccinated. I feel you, bro. I'm not allowed to have a doctor either. Master Corporal Dusty Lewis Kennedy was a firefighter posted at CFP Comox. His release was fast-tracked, he says, leaving his family homeless since no accommodations could be found in the short time. He was denied an extension to stay in the base private married quarters while he relocated his family, despite the usual policy of allowing six months to move. Years of service and expertise didn't matter. Master Corporal Dallas Alexander was a sniper posted at JTF2 until 2021. He holds the record for firing the longest shot in history. He was denied religious and medical accommodation. He was also denied medical treatment for severe or several service injuries. He couldn't retrieve personal belongings from his locker. Fellow soldiers whom he stood shoulder to shoulder with on the battlefield were ordered not to speak to him. And it goes on and on and on and on. David Vargas, a signal operator, experienced an adverse event of cardiac symptoms after his first dose and was threatened with a release for disobeying a lawful order when he refused a booster shot. I don't give a fuck if you almost died. Do it again. I'm Wayne. I'm a faggot. You know, I've got rainbows everywhere. Put the tranny flag up on top of the base. And again, I ask you, if you're inside this military apparatus, it is not possible that you have self-respect. You, you can't. To be part of this farce and this embarrassment and this humiliation that is the Canadian forces, I don't, I don't know. Horrendous. And there's, I mean, hundreds of these stories, right? Ruined lives, destroyed careers. I mean, people committed suicide. But we have to slobber. We're going to bring home powerful paychecks. I don't have glasses now, so now you can't make fun of me. I don't need to make fun of you. You're the joke. Just show up. Your existence is the joke. 
You're a living meme. What a... Ugh. Fuck these people, man. CRJ says, I try to raise the bar on horrible super chats. Your fault, mein Führer. You compel us to do better. I just become more horrific. <laughs> well, we do need we do need the shock. It's it's a valuable resource, all right. When we need to engage in terror tactics, we're gonna. I mean, we're gonna need twisted dark minds like ours. <laughs> Mom, life says late to the party tonight. Um, training with the mace ball, getting ready for the shield wall. Nice. Keep up the great work. I appreciate what you do. Thank you very much. Madam Breezy says, Milkhouse is all about this Slava. He loves the Slava. He is Slava. He will Slava everything. He'll Slava your children if he has to. He's so into Slavaing, he'll send our children to die. He's not going to sign up. He could sign up to the army right now. He could go volunteer. He could Slava in Ukraine right now. He wants to show how serious he is. Fucking go over there and suit up, big man. They're literally taking anybody that'll show up. Go nuts. Go on over. Catch a flight, warmonger. You want to fight? Go fight. You fucking piece of shit. You coward. You fucking half-man weakling. Fuck, I hate chicken hawks. They're the worst. I've never had a blister in my life, but, but I will send people to die. I will, I will send other people's children to die for Israel. I will absolutely do that. And I will bring home powerful paychecks. And I will ignore the Hartman family and dead children. I will do that. I will ignore them. Slava, we have to get the limbs out. Fuck, I hate the conservatives. My God. Uh, Boomer says, do you think they should put back up the Robert E. Lee statue? I was looking at a picture of it and thought it looked cool. Of course they should. They should never have torn it down. You don't just erase history because you don't like it. It's ridiculous. And... And never and Robert E. Lee was one of the greatest American generals in history. He was on the he switched sides. They wanted the North wanted him to lead their army, and he was like, You guys are fucking crazy. I'm not doing this. And they're like, fine, we're doing it anyway. And then they attacked the South and he went and joined them. But Yeah. It's a whole uh Go to Ryan Dawson for Civil War stuff. He's got lots of dude, the guy's a human encyclopedia on a lot of interesting stuff. Uh, chat says, I know CAF members who were severely allergic to PEG. I don't, I'm not sure what that is. Peg? For being pegged? <laughs> and were refused exemption and given direct orders to take the vaccine. Oh, um, okay. It's, no, I don't know what peg is. I know guys who had myocarditis and were denied exemption. The list goes on. Yep. Drew, what's up? He says, Sassy Sailor got another one. Sassy Sailor is on a rampage. You guys remember the Sassy Sailor account a, few, a little while back? Speaking of uh, Speaking of pieces of shit pretending like they speak for veterans when they don't when they're like they're just tokenized um retards with with no real resume at all that they trot out to like be the figurehead for whatever the you know the regime wants to say and uh you know there's a bunch there's a bunch of them operating on twitter with like semi-anonymous accounts trying to act like badasses and larping on the end and just being blatant communists which is illegal not allowed and saying a lot of things that you're not allowed to say while you're a uniform member of the army 
And uh, and then Sassy Sailor went and busted them all and got their names and their service numbers and reported them to their chains of command. They're being investigated and charged and maybe potentially kicked out of the army, a bunch of them. And uh, he's got another one just now. And the, the hilarious alcoholic, drug addict, complete waste of life, you know, these communists. Well, we're going to get them. We're going to find them. But we're going to bust them. We're going to get them. Right, and they they fucking what, what was this kid's name? They identified some random corporal. And it was like that's him. That's the sassy sailor guy. No, it's not him. It's not even close. You're not even close. <laughs> They're so stupid, and he's just claimed another scalp. So that's that's good. I like seeing this. I want to see more more shithead communists. Uh, you know, catch the fucking career bullet on the way out of the military as they get busted for. Thinking they're, you know, this, there was never going to be any consequences, right? And I'm glad. I'm glad I got to, you know, have a small hand in this, you know. And they've all like had to delete their accounts, or they like changed their names. They're trying to hide. It's so funny, and they're all gone off Twitter. <laughs> I told you I would eat you, Eli. I'm the smart one. I'm the revelation. <laughs> I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. Stop bullying me, Daniel! You're just the afterbirth, Eli. No, oh, yes. Oh, I should watch that movie again. It's been a while. Chet says the base doc gave the boys strong anti-inflammatories before giving them all the second shot because they knew what was going to happen. Oh, my God. It's all fucking documented. I'll blow the whistle if I can. Jesus. I don't know who you'd give it to. Maybe the, maybe her. Maybe that. Um, it's in the Western Standard article. I shared it on my Telegram page, so maybe reach out to that uh that lawyer, the Valor Law people. Maybe they, maybe you got some stuff they could use. Why not? I, I it sounds like it's pretty damning as it is, and I think there's going to be a serious fucking reckoning here for this. But unless unless they decide, hey, you know what? Fuck the law. We don't care what the law is anymore. We do whatever we want. We're just going full blown dictatorship. And then it's like, okay, well then, civil war, I guess. Because if the government just doesn't obey the rule of law and does whatever it wants and can do, like, then then you're a slave, right? It's what do they do after that? They're killing people and getting away with it. And then when you catch them, they're like, fuck you, I do what I want. Like, okay, that's not, that can't continue, obviously. That can't, that can't be permitted to go on. Uh, Jen Steen says, Dags are not alone. Lots of friends in BC. No, there's lots, dude, they're everywhere. There is, uh, again, the Telegram page, t.me slash Diagalon Prime. The last, one of the last posts on my, my Telegram page has a, a link to the, community page there and there's uh near 3000 people in there there's community there's a uh, local page well not local but provincial pages if you're and the purpose is for for networking if you're in new brunswick if you're in manitoba wherever you're at uh go in there and find out who's who and who's around and if anybody's close by and maybe you guys should link up and you know get to know each other do do some shit lift some weights go climb a mountain i don't know start putting some people together you know that's what we've been doing. I mean, I can only go to so many places. I can only be so many places at once. But um, or at a bare minimum, just make friends and you know have you know people around, have a little network around of people that you know. And uh, it uh, you're going to be happy you did. <laughs> Do you want to be you want to be all by yourself when when things when the lights go out? I wouldn't want to be. Damn that damn sassy sailor. He's just he's so sassy too, and that's probably the worst part about it that he is so sassy about it. He's just. It really would rub them the wrong. It really rubs the salt in the wound, you know? He's just all <laughs> about it all the time. He's just, fuck. 
He's sassy. Man, is he sassy? Crisby, uh, I don't know what this means. Polyethylene glycol. It's a C2. It, he's sent, sending me chemical formulas. I don't know what's going on. Crisby, what are you doing? Are you building stuff? This better not... Is this some kind of... I, I do not know what polyethylene glycol is. If this is some kind of explosive chemical or something, I don't... I. I am legitimately claiming ignorance. I have no idea. I don't know what Crisby's up to. I don't want to know what he's up to. Most of these people frighten me. I'm not going to lie. I'm concerned. Speaking of people, I might as well get this at the end and then we'll go. It's getting late. It's getting past my bedtime. So, and uh, so that's, let's just round this out. Make sure I miss anything else. Yeah, car bombs in France. Good times. A lot is a lot is said about you know because it's the colonialism and you deserved it right that's the attitudes they say that's that's their that's their position first it was because multiculturalism diversity melting pot cultural enrichment it's better it's just we're supposed to do it and why not well, you know it's it's enrichment and all of this and now the results are coming in uh, Sweden is like okay we got to send them back Denmark's not having it really anymore France is on fire right it's it's sentiment is starting to <laughs> err on the side of reality. And, and to that now, our, our enemies will say, well, you fucking deserve it anyway. That's basically, you know, that's so the truth has come out now. They've, they've done this as a weapon on purpose. And, and they, they justify it by saying, well, because y- you did it to them. So now they can do it to, you, to us. Yeah. Except that's not what happened. <clears throat> Let's read a little bit here. Just for uh, just for comparison, you know, Keith put this together. A look at slavery outside of the West. So I'm just going to read this uh, short thread he put together here. It has become popular to blame white people for slavery to the point that many actually believe slavery was invented by or exclusively practiced by Europeans. Do any of you have this opinion? It wouldn't blame you if you did because that's all it's ever talked about, isn't it? Continuing. But the history of slavery outside the West is far more brutal. The Arab slave trade emerged in the 7th century, 10 centuries before the Atlantic slave trade. 10 centuries before. Arabs sold Africans to the Middle East for a variety of jobs, such as domestic work or harem guards. Castrating male slaves was common, causing over half of males to bleed to death. The Arab slave trade was particularly brutal. It was estimated that three-fourths or uh, three-quarters of captured slaves died before they reached the market for sale. Historians estimate that between 10 and 18 million people were enslaved by Arab slave traders, including women and children, taken as concubines. That means fuck toys. Arabs did not create the slave trade out of nothing. In fact, enslaving conquered tribes was already common practice in Central Africa when they arrived. The West African Songhai Empire relied heavily on captured slaves in all levels of society, even as soldiers. Africans themselves also played a large role in facilitating the transatlantic slave trade. African tribes conducted raids on rival groups to provide slaves for sale. African middlemen facilitated trade between European traders and African suppliers. The Arabs also had a slave trade in Europe. Estimates are that up to one point and one and a quarter million Europeans were enslaved by Barbary pirates who would raid village and villages in coastal countries like Italy, France, England, and Ireland, bringing them to North Africa for sale. In some cases, entire villages would be captured, such as the Irish coastal village of Baltimore, entirely raided in 1631. These slaves faced a brutal future, engaging in hard labor or sexual servitude and spending nights in hot and overcrowded prisons called bagnios. Many slaves captured by Barbary pirates were sold eastward into the Ottoman Empire. 
who's uh, you know funny enough now you've got uh um fucking Erdogan the the Turkish president this piece of shit going on about this lecturing people about why well, colonialism and all those fucking the Ottoman Empire was literally built on slaves and like and not a little bit either the only reason Turkey exists is because of slaves his whole the, everything he comes from is brutal slave trade that's the Ottoman Empire anyway Slavery was central to the Ottoman Empire, Keith says. (laughs) It's one way to say it. Most towns had dedicated slavery markets called yesirs. They fucking had slave markets like we have Walmarts, okay? Everyone had a place where you just go buy people to get done whatever you needed done. That was the Ottoman Empire. It was far worse than anything that happened over here. Slaves came from Africa, the Caucasus, the Balkans, and Eastern and Southern Europe. Sexual slavery was a big part of Ottoman society. Slavic women were popular slaves, and kocheks? Oh, I don't know who that what what that is. It's like a Polish word or something. Kocheks? I don't know. Became a popular source of entertainment in the 19th century. The oh, he explains these were young boys, usually from European backgrounds, who were circumcised, cross-dressed, and trained as dancers. Sounds like Afghanistan. Oh, in the Ottoman Empire. Oh, gee, I wonder where wonder where they got that idea. Hereditary slavery is recorded in China dating back to the Xia dynasty in 2100 BC. Africans purchased on the Silk Road were used as a sign of wealth. After Chinese law began to treat women as property around 1000 AD, it was common to sell daughters and sisters into slavery. The Mongols enslaved tens of thousands of Chinese as punishment for resistance. In the past Mongol Ming dynasty, thousands of slaves were employed to do bureaucratic jobs for the government, and rich families also employed thousands of slaves to perform menial labor. Slavery was also common in American civilizations like the Aztec and the Maya. Among the Aztecs, slavery was a punishment for a variety of crimes or even failure to pay taxes. Husbands and wives sold each other in times of economic hardship. Slaves were identified by wooden collars. Slavery was also common practice in the civilizations of Southeast Asia. The Khmer Empire had a massive slave class that did much of the work building monuments like Angkor Wat. Historians estimate 25 to 35 percent of the population of Thailand and Burma were slaves in the 17th century. Slavery also existed among Native American tribes. Slavery was common practice among Northwest tribes like the Tlingit, for whom one-third of their population during the mid-1800s were slaves. Various tribes practiced debt slavery and enslaved captives of other tribes. The only difference between these cases of slavery and that practiced by Europeans is that Europeans abolished slavery on humanitarian grounds and spread this across the globe. The intense focus on white role in slavery is a product of widespread anti-white animus. Bonk! So, uh, yeah, Keith tweeted that, and that's got some distance. And I guess, and you know, when you put it like that, looks like trading slaves and engaging in the practice of slave trade is what humans do. This isn't a white people phenomenon. This is just how it was and how it still is in many parts of the world. And the only reason it's not is because white people put a stop to it by fighting wars to make it so. So, you know, when you put it that way, um, I, you know, when you're going to try to make me feel guilty about the whole thing, white guilt, and the, I, I don't feel, I honestly feel no guilt for anything, and I don't think anybody should have any racial guilt for anything whatsoever. That's a ridiculous, insane, subversive concept to make you feel guilt and shame and make you feel small, but most importantly, provide you an out and a reason and, ooh, guilt and shame holding this over your head, this bludgeon, so you don't fight back. That's why they do it. I've been having dreams about falling in love. 
No guilt, none, zero. Don't care. In fact, I think we should be building statues of these brave people that decided to take on the whole fucking world and say, yeah, we're ending human slave trading and we'll kill you for it. We'll fight you to the death for this humanitarian ideal that came out of where? Europe. Cry for me, commies. Are they gonna are they gonna tweet? Do you think they're gonna tweet about it? I got this just for you. Tweet for me, honey. It's all for you. I care so much. did leave out one particular uh, thing. Something about the slave ships and who owned the slave ships and and what ethnic group owned the highest proportion of slaves in America. You might think it was white. Um, you'd be wrong. Cunning Drogger says he's waving hi to mom life. I miss that one. Surf the Kali Yuga, y'all. That's right. You're going to have to. Roll with it. It's bad. It's going to get worse. So just get strong as fuck. Find your friends. Did you find them? If you haven't found them, find them. Did you find them? Tribe train. Let's go. That's it, that's all. I hope you guys had a good evening, and I'll be back when I'm back, whenever that is. You don't gotta go home, but you can't stay here. Because I won't, well, you could, but it would be boring, I presume. RagingDistant.com for all of my links to social media, Substack, the Telegram, Grift Shop. You wanna buy some Grift? You wanna Grift? Give me your money! Mom's life is waving high back. We've got cross platform. Sexual tension happening here. It's crazy. Six separate Tyrannus, Pompatria. That's it. See you later. No, 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 Phil. That's not what I was saying. I was not normalizing slavery. I'm not bringing slavery back. I was trying to make a point. No, you're not listening to me. No, I said we're not bringing it back. We abolished it. That was the whole point. No, you're not. Don't. What are you doing? What? You're not even listening to me. Where are you going? This isn't. No, we're not partying. Dude. No, Philip. Phil. You cannot open a slave market on the front lawn. 
Where did you, where, who are these people? Where did you get all these Vietnamese girls? No. What do you mean, why? You, why? Well, well geez, Phil. I'll get right back to you on why I don't want you selling a human slave market. I don't want you running a, a, a yesier on my fucking front lawn. I think the police might have some questions, Phil. He's got a cigar and a giant hat. People are... They're showing up! People are showing up to buy slaves. They're not even asking questions. No, she can't mow lawns! That was, that was my high school teacher. My high school teacher just bought a Vietnamese slave to mow her lawn. There's a, li- there's a lineup of people. Okay. I guess I underestimated how ready people were for slavery, Phil. I don't... Maybe I should listen to you more. Maybe you're right. I concede. 